What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am your host, Johnny Monoxide. Tonight, joining me, it's just Grognak for now. What's up, bro? It's just me. What's going on? <laughs> You're uh, down in the dungeon, uh, out of the dungeon. What's going on? I am. I'm trying to keep the the dungeon uh, the dungeon door sealed tight tonight. Right it's uh, it's like a jamboree in there. Eh, it's fine. They're they're young kobolds. It happens. Yeah. Well, as we get closer to like Halloween, they just want to like be these wild like satyr like creatures of the night. I don't know. Well, it's weird. Yeah. They're trying to make torches and things like that. Trying to make torches. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Boy. I get you could blame Minecraft for that, I guess. But uh, or they're my they're my kids, so they're gonna make torches eventually. Yeah, some one some kind of torch, right? Right. Yeah. Speaking of Charlottesville, you know, uh, I was talking to I was talking to somebody at work today about something, and I mentioned it like casually. He had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, that kind of got like buried, huh? They, just, like, they were just like, let's. Like, I don't think it turned out to be like the weapon they wanted it to be, so they just like wanted people to not know what happened. I guess no. Well, I don't know. I remember, oh my goodness, that's good. Oh my goodness, I don't normally. Oh my god, I don't normally promote things, but I am having a cider this evening during the week, which is like a very rare thing for me. But uh, Blake's hard cider from. Mm. Yeah, this is really good. Where's this from? Do we, this do we know Blake? Made in USA. I don't know. I don't know if you know Blake. That's the name of the company. It's Blake's Brewing Company. Uh, where the hell is this place? Wolcott, New York. There you go. Made in New York. Ah, it's a fucking New Yorker. God damn it. Hey, there's some, there's some good parts in New York. Yeah, where they make the apples. Where they make the apples. Where they yeah. grow the apples, Johnny. Jeez. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You know, most I, most states with like a bunch of parasites need like a nice part of the state to feed off of. Usually, you yeah, know? that's true. That's true. That is true. Um, but yeah, man, it's like it's nice and tart. It reminds me of. Now I know being from Massachusetts, uh, in fall comes the apple cider time, right? Mm, yes. Now, where is the famous apple cider place in Massachusetts? What's the well, like. I mean, kind of everywhere because that's what people drank traditionally okay. around here back okay. in the days. Because your, you know, your well might have like a dead animal in it or something. You don't <laughs> drink a lot of water. You right. drink like coffee, tea, or cider. Right. So like every everyone's family just we, made cider. We used to go. Well, no, no. We used to go every year on a field trip to this one cider place when I was a kid, and it was in it was in Massachusetts. It's probably Springfield. So. That seems hmm. to be that seems to be like where like kind of a lot of if not for uh for old Sturbridge Village, but uh the, a lot of other historical stuff is in the Springfield area that a lot of kids from Connecticut went to go see. Anyway, um Yeah, yeah. It reminds I mean, me you, that what you would do is just bring your family's apples to the like the local mill and mm-hmm. you just kind of rent it out for the day and you you use your own animal in there, your own draft animal and your kids would help you out and we didn't Couple actually days go by do and you'd that. make all the cider you need. Yeah, we didn't do. We just we just came with our school and watched them make cider and I like had an apple cider cookie. 
or donuts. Yeah, no, I mean back in the day. You know, it's not like everyone had a cider mill. Like you had you had all these local mills and you'd bring your stuff to the mill and like so like your your great grandparents probably grew or great great grandparents or whatever, they probably grew apples. Oh, if you're absolutely. from New England. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and then what you do is like if you've ever seen how uh, how an orchard is set up, they just have they put additional lines of trees in every year because basically what you do is you just take the um, the pumice, the crushed up apple pieces that don't go into the cider, and you just throw them into furrows, and you just you know whatever grows grows. You have new apple trees, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't know they're not even indigenous to the the U.S. We had we had crab apples, right. oh, dude, stuff so like that. But, crab apples are actually yeah. pretty okay. They're not as yeah, bad. The, the, the Brits brought the apples over. Mm-hmm. They got them from the Romans, and the Romans got them from the 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 from Kazakhstan. Actually, really, Kazakhstani apples. Before that, it was all yeah. Before that, it was all wine. It was all little grapes, and then eventually they brought apples into Rome from Kazakhstan, and then Rome invaded, you know, the British Empire, and they brought the apples there with them. Fucking guys went across the Atlantic, rediscovered the old world, and they brought apples back here too. Just like the fucking the, the horses too, you know. We say that horses aren't uh, naturally like indigenous to the North American continent. That's bullshit. The the Phoenicians had horse imagery everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we brought them back over here. Right. Probably like the apples. Brought the apples back over too. Yeah, I don't think any of that's. I don't think any of that's true. To be honest. Horse horseshoe theory, right? <laughs> I mean, isn't everything horseshoe theory all the time now? <laughs> apparently apparently you even believe that blacks are the real jews eventually <laughs> I, I mean who who believes that so but, oh your favorite your favorite telegram uh nemesis faking space oh does he oh i don't i don't follow him yeah anymore. i don't yeah i'm banned no. I, I mean we were i was banned from his channel long ago that guy good lord anyway um what kind of pussy can't accept a rival? Come on. Dude, it's not even that. It's like, I don't know what it was, to be honest. It was like, uh, what the hell's going on here? He didn't like Jack because Jack had, um, he had the black sun in his profile picture, so he was a Jesuit. Is what it was, and so <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, all Jesuits, sure. Jesuit shills, and we're Jesuit shills, and you know, and no, no, and we're Jesuit shills. So yeah, yeah. Let me show. You know, what I forgot to. I forgot to share my screen. Well, we'll have to do a good Jesuit episode sometime. There's so much on those guys. Oh yeah, for sure. There's definitely. You find out lot. like every president is one. Like all the bad guys, all the villains in every Disney movie, they're all Jesuits. What the fuck? Hold on. If the bad guys in the Disney movies are Jesuits, does that make does that make Demolay Disney a good guy? I I don't know. No, I don't. I have no idea. Well, like they're they're always like they'll tell you about how awesome these explorers are. Like that they these people wrote these giant historical journals and stuff, and you know that they're these like frontiersmen and stuff, and you know, but they're also kind of like telling their story you know they're they they, they're like oh yeah here this is what was happening when i got here and it's like well where are all the people they're dead okay yeah okay (laughs) where's all that shit you drew in your journal that's gone the the building burnt down you know like that's i think the jesuits are the main 
hand in like rewriting history in a way. You know? Oh, for sure. No matter no matter what role they take on. Yeah, definitely. I I believe that. I mean, you know, I mean, Mel Gibson's the Jew. I mean, a Jew, a Jesuit. A Jew, jeez. He's a Jesuit. He graduated from a Jesuit college. Yeah. You know, all of them, even the good guys, Jesuits. I don't know. Yep. Can't have anything. No, you can't have anything. It's always funny, you, you know, we have one of the, like, even Ed Hendre, uh, we, we talk about his, his excellent book about Flat Earth a lot, but mm-hmm. he even he went to a Jesuit college, yeah. a Jesuit law school, law school. Right. And then, you know, you have people, you post the, I don't know who posted it in the chat, but the, the video about the guy who was a ex-Freemason. Oh, yes, ex-Freemason guy telling on the Freemasons. Yeah. It's just a... Uh, you know, it's like, is is there ever an ex-anything? Is there really an ex-CAA guy? Is there ever an ex-G-man? You know? Right. I don't think so. Right. They um, just change gazebos. I don't believe, yeah, I don't believe there's any ever, ever, ever any ex-alphabet organization people. I mean, that's not a thing. Well, it seems like a, the big part of Freemason stuff is just to... Um, trick you, lie to you, make you right. believe whatever the hell you want. <laughs> whatever they want you to believe. Well, I was like, yeah, okay, sure. So I was talking to uh, Sam from Full House a while back, and we were talking about, um, <clears throat> speaking of which, I got to get back to him. He sent us a an outline of some stuff that I got to talk to you guys about. I'm going to see if we can make an episode out of it. It's very interesting. But anyway, uh, we were talking about the Masons and how it works, and when they get people in there that are of certain bloodlines and whatnot, you know, when you go through the initiation, you move up through the ranks and whatnot. And when you get to a certain point, you'll be interviewed to move up into the even higher ranks. And they ask the questions based on how you answer the previous question, basically. Right. Where it's like, you know, spit on the yes. Bible, like the spit on the Bible. And they're like, Oh, I would never do that. Oh, of course you would never do that. Of course. Great. You answer the question correctly. Come this way. Right. And it's like, spit on the Bible. Yes, of course I'll spit on the Bible. And they spit on the Bible. And they're like, oh, good answer. Of course you you, know, you did the right thing. Come this way. You know what I mean? And they're leading you the way that they want you to go, regardless of how you answer. Yeah. I mean, that's why they have the, the lions and the elks and the exactly. this and then that. And mm-hmm. different and, funny hats. And all. Yeah. Right. And the Shriners. And don't forget. Rotary that Club. Not, not all. Uh, I think the Rotary Club is a little different. I don't know. If the rotary is part of it, I don't know. They're on the same like billboard when you enter like a town, and yeah. the town has a sign up, and it's like here's all our secret clubs. Right. Not, yeah, how are I they secret? If they're on the sign. <laughs> I don't know. How the fuck is it secret <laughs> I knowledge? Seen their minutes. How is it secret knowledge if retards like us can find it? You know well, I mean? you know, I, they. A lot, a lot of people will tell you with these secret societies, they have the surface level society stuff, and then they sure. have the uh, the behind the scenes stuff. I so. know all that. I know all that. But like, yeah, you know, that's the joke. Oh, yeah, well, it's not so like, secret. Like NASA, right? Mm-hmm. Like NASA. Like may- maybe uh, maybe fifty percent of the people who are Freemasons who are just like your blue collar level guys, you know, they have no idea what what that what's going on under the floorboards, you know. So to say. Right. Yeah, they're just oh, it's just silly ritual stuff. We get dressed in our little gowns and 
do hand motions and pretend to sacrifice somebody. It's no big deal. It's all pretend. Yeah. It's all pretend. So. Anyway, how's everybody doing tonight over there on Pilled and DLive and Odyssey? And how many we got tonight? Eh, 30 over on Pilled so far. Hey, we got people in the chat. It was it was empty a little while. There we go. Good evening. Thank you, Ben. Ben has already gifted a pair of shades. Hospital B re- Rebuilding Fundraiser. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, oh, what is this? Uh, hate propaganda. Hey, he's in here. What's up, buddy? Uh, he is. Uh, he sent us an email, actually. I want to read that real quick. Where is the. I'll read the email in a minute. Let me see who else is in the chat. We got Gaza. Need to call my grandma in Gaza. Is she going to the hospital? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Good Lord. Never to fear. Astro is here. Hey, Astro's what's up. What's happening, Astro? Um, Astro hasn't been around a while, but he's back. What's up, Astro? Uh, Inspector Rhino is in the chat. What's up? Long time no catch live. Good to see you, sir. Uh, who else is live in the chat? Uh, everybody get in the chat. Come come, come, hang out in the chat. Over on... Who's over here on Odyssey? We've got... Oh, yeah, Death to Islam. And Jim Crow. And Mr. Galaxy Brain. They're in the chat. And over on DLive, we have our standard five guys. Oh no, we got a new a new follower. Cool. That puts us up to how many do we have on D Live? Because D Live is, you know, not the not the most um user friendly or great streaming sites. But what is this? There's an advertisement across our screen. Four hundred and thirty five followers on on D Live. I can, I that's I don't know if that's good or bad or what or, or whatever, but uh seven hundred over on Odyssey. Not bad. Right on. Yeah. Getting our numbers up there. Thanks for joining. Guys. Yes. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. I know it's Tuesday. I know it's Tuesday, but it's live. And we're, you know, we're, we're all here. We're going to have fun. We're going to shit post through the news. What is this? Oh, let me stop screen sharing so I can read my chat. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Grognak. Cool. Okay. Send him, send him the link. Um, you know, I tried to find stories about like zombie attacks. And, yeah, like, I was thinking there things. would be. I, I was thinking there would be some. You know, holy shit! The only thing they want to talk about anywhere is, is Israeli Hamas. Yeah, blah blah blah. Gee, it's so crazy how they're talking about that all the time. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like it's a distraction from everything else. Oh my god! If I hear the fucking word distraction one more fucking time. You guys, you guys getting the distraction stuff? Like it's a distraction from this, and that's a distraction from that, and this is a distraction from this, and this is a distraction from that. Everything's a distraction from something else. Well, that's not necessarily untrue. Um, not everything's just a distraction. I mean, right? Can't be. It's the new movie, man. It's the new real life movie. Well, it is the new movie, and like, think of how many like little little Jews are cutting their teeth on on like directing and producing this month. They're all like, <laughs> they're trying to get Spielberg's attention. They all want to. 
Damn, I don't want to work in the new Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. The new Hollywood. You mean the new AI Hollywood? Nobody works. Nobody works in the new Hollywood, dude. It's like it's 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 all AI now. You know. I don't know. What's funny? I did throw something. I was trying to I was trying to find something like relevant about the 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 writer strike stuff um, because you know the only thing you can really find about it is that it's about health insurance stuff you know like oh no fair I don't work enough in Hollywood to earn my health insurance but like there's little little bits here and there you see chime in about how uh, this has um, like they're afraid to lose their jobs because of the the Chat GPT style. AI writing. Sure. You know what Whoa. I mean? Oh, we have a... Hey! Hey, what's up, Eric? What's going on, guys? Not much. Eric Heathnet joins the stream. What's going on, buddy? What's up? Not a hell of a lot. Just enjoying this nice fall Tuesday. Nice fall Tuesday. It was cold this morning, man. It was like 37 degrees. That's not fall. That's like winter. I mean, that's fair. It was 40 when I left for work yeah. this morning, so that's not far off. What what part of the continent-wide strip mall are you in, if you don't mind? I'm gonna, um, it's it's Midwest. Midwest? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm working in the Midwest, as usual. Um, but at the house in Tennessee, it was 47, but here it was 37. I'm like, God dang. Oh, geez. Yeah. In Texas, it was like... 38 this morning maybe it wasn't 37 maybe maybe texas was 37 it was 41 here i think it was 41 it's still cold still cold yes yes texas gets texas gets like summer and winter there's no spring no fall yeah ours is like what people say about florida where it's like oh you don't like the weather just wait a few minutes and it'll change that's kind of how it is here they say that everywhere they say that in ohio they say that in connecticut is it yeah, like, Such a it's bullshit. funny. It's like it's not a Florida thing, really. But I mean, like we've had days where it's gone from winter jackets to shorts by noon, and then bring it back down to winter jackets all in the same day. So that it's sounds kind like of o- wacky. That sounds like Ohio. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like Ohio. I've been in, I've been in some days when I was working in Ohio, where it was like, yeah, you get all four seasons in one day, sometimes twice. That's, That's funny. Nice. I was always brought up to be told that was a New England thing. Mark yeah. Twain said that about New England. But it's just like everywhere, huh? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's funny that uh, I think Mark Twain is from around here. So uh, maybe that gives a little bit of a giveaway of what area of the Midwest I'm from. But Mark Twain, The Mark like, Twain house is in Connecticut, though, isn't it? I know he moved up there, but he okay, was like okay. born in the Midwest. Oh, okay. That's yeah. He, he got He got around. Yeah, he yeah he did. Well, remember yeah, one of his, he used to write on stagecoaches. One of his favorite quotes is the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. So he's been around. That's another guy who's probably fake and gay. Like, did one guy really travel around that much doing all that prolific writing in that short of a period of time back then? You know, it's a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, speaking of writers, right? <laughs> right, speaking of writers, yeah. And again, with, I, uh, I, I give zero fucks about the Hollywood writer's strike. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it made my daughter interested in wrestling because John Cena came back. Because he what? Because he quit acting in C movies? Well, well, because he can't act in Hollywood because there is no Hollywood going on right now. So yeah, he, he a- come I mean, back and wrestle. To say that he acts is to like, I don't know. I don't terrible. think I've seen a single movie he was in. What the hell was he? <laughs> 
he was in a movie where he uh was it was probably a humiliation ritual but he had to uh act having sex with amy schumer oh god god which i mean that was probably the worst thing ever but uh excuse me we I didn't talk go, about that last week on the on the horror movie I'm gonna go, so, yeah i'm yeah. gonna throw up you guys yeah that's yeah <laughs> That Bro, listen, nasty, listen, you guys. I grew happen. up reading Fangoria magazine. Okay, all right. And this is—we can't. No, we're not doing this. Okay. No, I'm kidding. It's oh. like, that's like that's like Lovecraftian horror type shit, right? That there. is some eldritch shit, right there, bro. Oh my gosh, Amy Schumer. Remember, remember the nudes, Amy Schumer nudes. You guys ever? No, I, I didn't. No. I heard about them, but I did not actually. There was no actual. Those. I don't think there ever was. It was just like her and her boyfriend did like a whole show where they were naked or something like that, and they they they, they like t- pixeled out all the parts and whatever. But like, oh, dude, I feel bad for the guy had to pixelate that shit. She's like one of those Jewesses, like Lena Dunham, who's like, "Look at how disgusting I am." And you're right. like, "No." That's like her bit. Do yeah. I have to? Well, it's like her. Yeah, her bit. Like, yeah, the Jews. Every Jew has a bit, right? Seth Rogen's bit. Uh, smoke weed, uh, right? You know. Um, I don't know. All the all the well, all the comics have a bit. All the Jew comics have a bit. At least. Adam it makes Sandler me miss. is just him. Adam Sandler's just yeah. I saw I saw a video the other day. There's um the the video was titled Adam Sandler or lesbian. And it would show like a bull dyke, like dressed like Adam Sandler, and you don't. They're like, well, it kind of looks like Adam. Sandler. And then you show Adam Sandler, who's dressed in basically the exact same way, like oversized basketball shorts, hockey jersey, you know, black black New Balance sneakers, like just the, the worst outfits. He's terrible. The older he gets, the worse he gets. Adam Sandler's bit is just to be in a movie with a hot white chick. Yes, Adam Sandler's yeah. bit his Jennifer entire career, Maniston. Maniston. His entire career has been to be, yeah, to make it so that nerdy Jew-looking dudes think that they can get the hot chick because that's the every movie he's ever been in. The girl that he scores with is like way out of his league. Yeah. Physically, physically, yeah. If we're, if we're uh, obviously he's. No, he's a Jew. So whatever. Um, none of those people ever date or get people that look like that in real life. Doesn't no, work. not work. not at least under the woman's free will or whatever. It's usually like through some devious means. Yeah. Either that or he's got a lot of money, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I think the her. last Adam Sandler movie I really liked was The Wedding Singer just because the soundtrack was awesome. <laughs> Or he saved her from quicksand. That's another reason why they would go with, you know. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that growing up, I was afraid of quicksand, and coming to me as an adult, I realized that my fear of quicksand was way over, over, overblown. Those <laughs> <laughs> darn westerns. It's, dis- it's disappointing, isn't it? It's very disappointing. I wanted to push somebody into it once and save them and be like, I'm a hero. No, not really. But like, I, I always kind of figured quicksand was a real thing. There is no such thing. Well, dude, it's what they basically said. The the tar pits in in California, right? Is that where where it is? No, tar pits are literally pits of tar, right? Yeah, it's like the same thing. They no. say it's like a quick, uh, like it's like there's dinosaurs down there. Quicksand is the, this tar pit. Quicksand is a phenomenon that apparently occurs when Earth loses its it loses its uh what do you call it the um 
the surface tension or whatever, right? And it it's kind of like how uh, mud flooding in uh, what do they call it? Liquefaction, soil liquefaction. It's basically, so basically, quicksand is just an example of soil liquefaction, but that only occurs when certain conditions are met, and and there's not just a pool of quicksand lying in wait for you to step in. Yeah. In the jungle, right? Well, no, in the no. jungle, it might be a fucking no. Now, now there could be a swampy hole that, like you know, blue holes or pits and that kind of stuff, right? You, you know, gotta jump sinkhole. off the alligator. Sinkhole, yeah. You always got to go. Okay, so if you're gonna play pitfall, you got to go to the left. It's, it's the easiest way to win. Yes, you don't go to the right. That's the hard way. Um, remember Atari? Does remember Atari? Yeah. I played a couple games on Atari, mainly like Donkey Kong or what was it, was it Donkey Kong? Yars Revenge. I remember that. It was like some some space fly Yar was coming to get us. Like, yeah, the guy who made its name was Ray, so he, he made his own name backwards for it or something. Yes. You know? Yeah. I had a friend named Ray that I called Yar for that reason. Oh my god. I know. So nerdy. <laughs> Like every time I think I'm a nerd, Grognak says something that I'm like, fuck, I have to turn mine in after that one because I did not know that at all. Yep, that's a nerd, that's a nerd <laughs> factoid right there, boy. Um, all right, well, let's 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 see what's going on. What's going what's what's going on besides Hamas and Israel? Because we will talk about that. We have no choice. Um, I had something that I had to kind of relate to um the quicksand thing in a way, but I I'm tr- I'm trying to find it in the stack. Um Archaeologists found like a piece of wood that was supposedly submerged in water for a long time. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Here it is. That is cool. No, I got that. I got all that. Um, Where is it? Ohio? No, that's a good one. Uh, I had it pulled up, isn't it? Yes, scientists find structure from before Homo sapiens existed. Let me pull this up real quick. Let me guess, they carbon dated it to that? Well, this find has changed how I think about our early ancestors. Of course. Wood deeds. Archaeologists from Europe, blah, 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 from Europe and Africa have uncovered the oldest wood structure ever discovered, dating back almost half a million years, meaning an unknown species of hominins. I thought it was hominids. The D. Yeah, they. What the hell? They're doing the Kiev thing. They're doing the Kiev thing. Yeah. Predating us Homo sapiens was presumably responsible for its creation. The researchers laid out their findings in a recent paper in the science journal Nature, where they reported that they had found the wood structure of two interlocking logs joined transversely by an intentionally cut notch in Calambo Falls, Zambia, and dated it to a distant 476,000 years ago. At the same location, which the scientists say was likely the foundation for a dwelling or platform, they found four tools fashioned from wood, a digging stick, a cut log, a wedge, and a notched branch, each also dating to time before modern humans. They found a stick, you guys. A fucking stick. I mean, that's rad by itself. They found, I mean, like, sticks are cool. So, But this is a 476,000-year-old stick. I don't believe What did I miss here? It didn't like decay because it was underwater? Uh, huh? I thought water made you, things um 
Have yeah. you guys been in a swamp? The like, wood was preserved because Kalimbo Falls kept the pieces permanently waterlogged, hence sealing them away from oxygen and oxygen-dependent bacteria that would degrade them. What? There's oxygen and water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is... <laughs> what, there's, it's literally... It, hydrogen and oxygen is what makes up water? So, like, that's the main reason I shared this. Like, are they playing me for a fool? Like, why in the world would a piece of stick last 450,000 years underwater? Besides the exciting discovery of wood objects themselves, the researchers said that the finding finding paints. Oh, I'm sorry. The finding paint. I'm sorry. I thought they said they found paint. I was about to be excited. The finding paints a more complex picture of their lives. (laughs) Read the whole sentence, Johnny. Jeez. That these homonyms were hominids were perhaps not nomadic and instead spent a sustained period of time living in the area long enough to make a structure from the surrounding forest and draw fresh water from the falls. Early hominids were not the only ones attracted to the locale. Colombo Falls later became a site for Homo sapiens occupation and a rich treasure trove of archaeological findings from the Stone Age and onward. Its significance so great that it is even being considered as a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Oh, they're definitely covering something up. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm really confused by this because if water water moving, it doesn't say it was like a stagnant no, pond or it, something. It's Calambo Falls. I want to look up Calambo Falls now. Go ahead. So it's not stagnant water. Water is constantly moving. The water created uh, the uh, the Grand Canyon. Why the fuck is this wood still there? All right, implying. No, implying that's why I'm using it there. Like seriously, right, right, right. If water created the the right, Grand here's Canyon, the, here's Calambo Falls. Look at this. Look at this. Okay. Now, where was it preserved? Where is like let's let's look, let's look. Oh, this is the Guardian. <laughs> this is the same thing we were just reading. Oh, look. Marks on the logs show where they were cut, chopped, and scraped with stone tools found at the site. Now it's stone tools. Hmm. In the other article, they said there were wooden tools. They found a stick. So here's Calambo Falls. Yeah, I'm... Luckily, I'm not on here enough for my X uh, button to be completely broken. So I'm going to actually press my X button right now to doubt that. Um, but yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. To oh, me. they found. Okay. So the other wooden items they found were, again, the wedge, a split branch with a notch that may have formed part of a trap and a log cut at both ends. It might be a work surface like a Black and Decker workbench, he said, of the log. It may okay, not be weird, cool. like weird, like promotional, like little thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Throwing a little black, black and decker. decker as their company friend. is older than we thought. Is black right? Is black and decker still a thing? Probably. Dude, someone in like someone in like sixth sixth grade told me a, a joke about a, what do you call a black girl with braces? Black and decker pecker wrecker. <laughs> I hate that joke. It's so gross. It is gross. <laughs> I was child, once in, I find that funny. I was once in third grade too. Yes. <laughs> it's for the zoomers out there. <laughs> Take that to school with you and uh tell everybody. I did oh, not know this. Funny. Astro Astro just posted a factoid in the chat. 
Thank you, Astro. As usual, you were on point. It's funny, he totally brought, forgot about Quicksand because Jack Black started his acting career for Atari in a Pitfall commercial. Wow. Really? What? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what? Grognak, look that up, dude. Look that up. I, I don't know about that. I think I he's look just one up. trivial pursuit. Right, yeah, right, no right, right, right. Look that up. See if it's true. See if it's true. Um, fucking hell. <laughs> so, the site probably contains more wooden objects. Yeah, probably. Sure. Mm. So, again, here we go. Here we go talking about Stone Age, right? We automatically think prehistoric or ancient equals primitive, right? That's what we've been told. Right. But that's not necessarily true. I mean, obviously, like, Egypt, ancient Egypt is clearly technologically advanced. Right. And yet we think, you know, we hear ancient, we think primitive. That's just what we've been conditioned to think. And again, obviously, I mean, a lot of this stuff probably isn't even ancient, you know? A lot of this stuff's probably not ancient at all. All right, Jack Black is at the bottom of the stack. Is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that he's a kid. It's wow. Now that's oh now my that's god, Jack Black lore. Holy shit! All right, I am. I'm <laughs> gonna pull this up. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna pull this up. I don't think up. I heard about Jack Black until that first Tenacious D album came out. I was like, oh, this is funny. Who's right, this guy? This I, that was. Screen. I had no idea so who this guy was. See it. I remembered him from Cable Guy. That was the first movie I saw him in. Okay, he's a little whiny little bitch friend. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, here's the here's the advertisement for for Pitfall. Here we go. Let's listen to this. Let me uh, share my screen so you guys can see it. And there we go. All right, here we go. Jack Black. Just last night, I was lost in the jungle with Pitfall Harry, surrounded by giant scorpions and man-eating crocodiles. Well, Harry and I just grabbed the van, swung through the trees, and over the tar pits and found the jungle treasure. It was really neat. If you haven't met Pitfall Harry, you're missing the year's most incredible video game adventure. Pitfall for the Atari 2600 and in television. Since I met Pitfall Harry, no other man will do. Pitfall, designed by David for Activision. That was a weird little thing to throw at the end. That was a very weird, yeah. I love you, Pitfall Harry. Oh boy, dude, nice, nice throwback to Atari. <laughs> I loved Atari, dude. I we used to okay, so we used to go to uh t- to school and like everybody went to this one kid's house in the morning because that's where the bus stop was. Was at the corner, right? And his mom would let everybody hang out in the house until the bus came, and we would play we would play Atari. Everybody got like five seconds to play each. Well, we played. It was Yar's Revenge, Pitfall, uh, Donkey Kong. Um, oh, what was the other one? Asteroids, dude. I I could get on asteroids, and like that was the end of the, that was the end of the night for everybody. I I would like flip the game five times. Asteroid was like my. I liked, I liked Freeway. It was the one where you have to cross the road as a chicken, but instead of like losing, like Frogger, when you get hit, you just get knocked backwards. You get to keep trying. I was gonna say Frogger. it's like a Frogger knockoff. It was way cooler than Frogger. The chickens doesn't get enough credit. Freeway. Freeway. Man. This is like, okay, so this is the time when video games were first starting off. Because first it was Pong. And then it was 
Then it was Atari, ColecoVision, Activision. Not Activision. Was it an Activision? Activision is a video game company. Did they make it? Did they make a system? An Activision system? I don't remember. I remember ColecoVision. Intellivision. That was the one. ColecoVision, Intellivision. Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey was later. A little later. But at the beginning, it was Atari, ColecoVision, and the Intellivision. My uncle and my aunt had an Intellivision. We had a Coleco. My brother and I got a ColecoVision for Christmas. And again, my neighbor had the Atari. And so I was able to check them all out. And then... Was it Nintendo and Sega kind of came out around the same ish time, right? Sega, Nintendo first, and then Sega. Oh no, no. Nintendo had a big lead on Sega. Yeah. Sega yeah, came in around the same time as Super Nintendo. That's right, because eight yeah, bit. Sega was early nineties. Yeah, Sega was, or Nintendo was eighty six, something like that. Yeah, so, they had a huge lead on the consoles. Yeah, but it wasn't eighty. I want to say eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah, Nintendo 86. was. I want to say Nintendo was eighty six, and Sega was. Uh, uh, it was in the 80s because I remember getting a Sega. Uh, my, my initials are actually NES. 89, it was, yeah, <laughs> 88. It was 88. In, it was um, it was 88 in Japan and 89. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. So it wasn't that big of a of a of a head of a head start because it was 83 in Japan, 85. In eighty in the United States, so they only had it's four years. It was a four, yeah, it was a four year. That was quite a bit actually. Because I remember, I remember seeing this ads for the Sega when I was in high school, and it was like Altered Beast, some basketball game. Man, that was a long time ago. NBA Jam. No, it was it wasn't NBA Jam yet. NBA Jam was. Like the second round of those, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that I, was around the time I started getting into playing the yeah. Sega. The, the and, big and I, thing with Sega was it was like a port for all the arcade games. Yeah. Which were all Sega. Which is, you know, Sega was huge in the arcade world back then. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> you remember Street Fighter in the arcade with the big buttons that you had to hit with like your fist and hit them harder to punch harder? The original yeah, Street Fighter? Yeah, you kind of hold down the buttons a little bit, yeah. Or like smack them, yep. Yeah, you had to smack oh, them. They had like arcade a... consoles, man. Those are the best. Oh, yeah. Those were great back in the day. All right. Moving on. How the hell did we get on with Sega? Oh, Jack <laughs> sure, Black. To be honest with you. Yeah. Jack Black. Oh, the Jack Black thing. Yeah, Jack I Black. Like, I that was no idea. Jack Black. Dude. That was good, though. That was cool. That was cool. Look at this kid, man. Oh. That's fucking Jack Black, man. Look that at this is, is Jack Black, yeah. Mm-hmm. Groomed from a young age. Yeah, groomed. And then he would turn around and play uh, in those two, what is it? The Jumanji. Uh, Jumanji movies. Yeah. He's basically wearing his hat from Jumanji. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me that's not Jack Black either. Like, that's definitely Jack Black. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, it's like, that's, that's pretty crazy. Anyhow. What is on that? What is this? Metal guitar, metal guitar, metal guitar. Oh well, wow. must be what I listen to all the time. Godflesh. <laughs> Why is Godflesh in my? Oh wait, probably played that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, something like that. That's why. The other day, I was I went to open up my I went to open up my um, my my YouTube. I was looking at something at work, and it was like all ASMR. And I was like, I honestly don't listen. I was looking for okay. I do occasionally like we'll do like the the nap 
stuff. Like if I need to take a 20 minute nap and I can't sleep, but I need to take a nap, I'll use the ASMR force yourself to take a nap thing. Right. This it's is like, not the girls licking the ear microphone. No, I think that's disgusting. No, <laughs> no, actually, I have found there's this one. Is a French whisperer. He will tell you about the deep things under the sea and talk about like theology. And I'm like, dude, this guy. <laughs> I put that guy on if I want it. Like, there's certain books. There's like certain uh, people that read books, right? For like the audiobooks with certain accents, it just put me right out. Uh. There's that old guy with the with the really big white like f- mane of hair. It's like unintentional ASMR. He's got like a really relaxing voice, and every time he talks, it's like two minutes into his speech, and you're just like, <laughs> "No, am I the only one?" Are you, t- are you talking, about, sure uh, talking about that Jacques Cousteau guy? No, Jacques Cousteau? No, I'm looking it up now. He's the, that's the French soft-spoken Frenchman under the sea. No, not under the sea. No, that's the unintentional ASMR. Where is this? this old white dude. It's not oh, Jacques Cousteau. Unintentional. Uh, that's, that's John. There he B. is. There he is. John Butler. This is the guy right here. Oh, okay. Just check this out. In order to be what we are, we have to come out of what we are not. He sounds like the planet Earth guy. Now, and here you and I are sitting in a body. Now, in a few years, this body will die. Go back to dust. Am I the body? Is this what I am? All right, never mind. He's getting all existential. But yeah, that's, that's, that's the guy. No. <laughs> it's like if Kevin sat down to talk to the guy with the shovel from Home Alone for, like, the extra scenes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. If he didn't run away in fear. And here's he the French. No, some... here's the French guy. Check this out. Where's this? Is, listen to this. Hold on. This you're, is the French guy. Uh, puppets, do, uh, ASMR mythology. Pandora's box. This guy just like journey to the world of fun guy. Prehistoric oceans. Okay, listen. Just listen. Oh man. Hello, everyone. Three to four billion years ago, when Earth was still a young planet. Life forms appeared in its primordial. All right, that's what I'm talking about. That's the French guy. It's like like 30 seconds of that, and I'm asleep. I gotta stop playing it because like we got a show to do. <laughs> I can't fall. I can't fall asleep during the Nationalist Inquirer. It, it, it's been like seven years or whatever since Johnny's fallen asleep on the show. He doesn't need to do it again. It's been. Has it been seven years? I don't know. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. I have honestly, yes. I, I know I'm drinking on the show tonight, and it's like, oh, cider, so that doesn't really count. But there, back in the day, I did do quite a bit of drunken podcasting, I have to admit. I remember that episode of you falling asleep, too. It's one of the funniest things ever. Which which one? Oh, well, shit, I can't honestly remember exactly no, I, which one it was. Well, I fell asleep. Okay, I used to go on. That to was the highlight, obviously. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I can't remember. It's Well, hell, it's been five years. It's or been at least it's five been years. Since yeah, it's, it's been at least five years. That was probably 2018. Um, But I used to fall asleep on other people's podcasts. When, when Rebel Yell, we did the Rebel Yell Paranormies crossover, we we're going to talk about we did Freemasonry. And oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. that might be the one I'm thinking of because oh, like, I could remember there was that's definitely the one something special about that episode. Yes. I was awake for the entire first hour when we were supposed to talk about 
Freemasonry, but I got like a word in the whole first hour because they had an, uh, a Freemason who was uh, a friend of the people we used to hang out with, right? He was a friend of ours. And he was the one, he, he'd be, he would be always like, oh, there's no problem with masonry. I'm a mason. There's nothing spooky about masons, Johnny. There's nothing weird. He'd, he'd, show, like, he'd show up to, to like meetups and whatever, and he'd have like his mason ring on and be like, ooh, Johnny, mason ring. And I'm like, yeah, bro, whatever. Um, you're a porch mason who doesn't know shit. So porch mason, never he heard is, that dude. term before. What? Porch mason. That's what that's what the commoners are called, like the the, the plebeian. Oh, masons, yeah. okay. They call him a porch mason. You can't get above the third level. The, the third, you know, you can't get above the, the the rank of master mason because you're not related to anybody. Masonry is extremely nepotistic and bloodline driven. Um, yeah, he's a prop. Yeah, he's a prop. Exactly. He's you know he's one of the guys that thinks masonry is cool so he can get discounts for his business. You know. Anyhow. Um, yeah, so Musonius had him on and another guest whose name we will not mention, and they spent the whole first hour bloviating about all the stuff they knew about masonry that me, the actual guest on the show that we're supposed to be discussing this stuff, was so bored that I fell asleep. It happens. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well. There's been a few Metal Up Your Fash episodes where it's like been a long day at work or whatever, and I can't get a word in and i just feel myself fading quick yeah that's that, that happens a lot and that's right eric is part of the metal up your fash crew with our buddy hook and wolver um you guys mostly post on what nobody has the biz um well our uh, rss is currently down oh no you guys so get telegram on... is the best place to get it but okay you should get on like we, we do rss.com it's like the easiest Literally everybody's on there. It's you know. I will have to let Hook know about that. Yeah, that he, I can... he said that whatever the nobody's got the dot, whatever the hell that thing is called, um, the yeah, RSS there's... thing for that went down. I heard so their servers are fucked going. or something. Yeah. Something. Shows you how little I pay attention to that website when I can't remember what the hell it's called. <laughs> Where do you post your show? I have no idea. I'm on it. I don't listen to it. Yeah, it's like, well, I only listen to the Paranormies because I'm the guy that produces the show as well. Right. I am Mr. Host and Mr. Producer. Yeah, all our editing is done right after we stop the stream. Right. So it's like, oh yeah, man, there's that stupid ass's voice. Oh wait, that's mine. And yeah. then we uh, finish, and that's it. It's make sure the levels are good, and we move on. Yeah, I do my editing. Well, ours is a little more. You guys just throw it up and get, but I have to add like the music and the creepy pastas and all that stuff. So a little more editing. Yeah, all our music's put in uh, live. Yes, <laughs> yes. You guys being a music podcast and all. <laughs> all right. So what do we got going on? I mean, there's more stuff going on besides besides Hamus and um, Israel. Well, we got that trade war that people are calling it with Arkansas and China. Arkansas and China. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, yeah, this is something you sent me earlier, right? Yeah, it, um, they're forcing a Chinese company to sell off their farmland because Sarah Huckabee Sanders, which I would have to agree with her on this stance, says that the uh, the crops that they're growing are considered technology and they have laws against uh, Chinese technology being made in Arkansas. Really? Um, which I think is kind of interesting. 
Um, it's a hundred and some odd acres that they're forcing them to sell off or that the, or the state government is going to get involved. Here it is. Okay, Ooh, Sarah Huckabee. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Big. You got to say it like a Chinaman. Got to add a U to the end of it. No, that's, that's Japanese. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> now let's see. Hold on. Let's see what Sarah Huckabee's. Let's see what she has to say. What the hell is she wearing? Hold on, let's see what this is. Like a um, what is, what's the? Okay, hold on. A gi. Enacted a law. Right, this is a gi. She's wearing a she's wearing a gi. She's she's like listen, Fuck China. China. I like Japan better. That's right. She's okay. Here, here we go. Here we go. Let's see what Sarah Huckabee Sanders has to say. I'm announcing that Syngenta, a Chinese state-owned agrochemical company, must give up its land holdings in Arkansas. Syngenta owns 160 acres in northeast Arkansas which it uses primarily for seed research. The company that owns Syngenta, Kim China, is also on the Department of Defense's list of Chinese military companies posing a clear threat to our state. Seeds are technology. Chinese state-owned corporations filter that technology back to their homeland, stealing American research and telling our enemies how to target American farms. That is a clear threat to our national security and to our great farmers, especially since the Chinese government enacted a law in 2017 requiring Chinese citizens abroad to collaborate with their country's security officials on intelligence work with no questions asked. This isn't about where you're from. We welcome Chinese Americans, Russian Americans, and anyone else who's given up foreign oppression for American freedom. This is about where your loyalties lie. We simply cannot trust those who pledge allegiance to a hostile foreign power. That's why I signed Act 525, sponsored by Representative McKenzie and Senator Boyd, to ban Chinese and Russian-made drones. And it's why I signed Act 758, sponsored by Representative McElindan and Senator Stubblefield, banning public contracts with the CCP. We will make sure that every company operating in Arkansas is a friend to Arkansas and good to hardworking Arkansans. Secretary Ward has already notified. All right, then. Syngenta about. Oh, oh, hold on a second. Already warned Syngenta. This decision. Okay. If they refuse to sell, our attorney general can move forward with legal proceedings and force them to get out of our state. Arkansas will always protect our farmers and our national security interest. Damn. Sarah Huckabee Sanders in a gi talking schmack. She just did some uh, political jujitsu. That is literally, yeah, uh, jujitsu karate, karate even. (laughs) Good Lord. What do you think about that? I mean, remember, U.S. owned assets abroad total over $31 trillion. Did did she always have that heavy an accent? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't uh, her? Is it her dad? Uh, it's the guy from Texas, isn't he from Mike Texas Huckabee? or somewhere? Yeah. I can't remember what state he's I'm from. I'm assuming but... it's him. Yeah. And he had he had a strong accent too, so it's it's possible. I would. It's possible. Hmm. Well, they better ban cell phones while they're at it because they're all made in fucking China, too. Yeah, that was kind of my initial thought. Like, I was like, this is kind of a cool thing to come out and say, but it 
after a little bit, I was like, yeah, cell phones. It right, just, it's the, just the, like the, the usual Republicans like being like, oh, the Chinese are the problem. Don't forget about the Chinese problem. It's like, uh, is it, has it ever been a fucking problem? I mean, yeah. But is it? Or are the I mean, Chinese the problem? Well, it's, I mean, considering that the Jews are Chinese now, yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah. They're, I mean, they're everything, but yeah, yeah, I get it. They've done How many that, dual yeah. citizenship people do we have in the House of Congress right now? All of them. Yeah, no, I know it's the Jews. I know it's the Jews, okay? We're not going to do the thing. We don't name the Jews on the paranormies, Grognak, okay? Everybody knows that. We don't name the Jew here. <laughs> Okay. Well, I we are not, it just seems listen, funny. We are like, not oh. trying to get. Hang on. We are not trying to get canceled. Okay. We are not Jew namers. We don't do that here. Okay. I don't even. I don't even like. I don't. I don't even like. I don't know. Do we name the Jew all the time? I don't know what people's problem is. <laughs> like, it's literally how we've been banned from fucking everything. That's all we do. Whatever. Well, I mean, we could talk about the Chinese if you want. It's just, it's, it's just funny that it's like the Republicans do this thing with the fear of the Chinese. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, they never do that on the left. No, it's well, it's the, it's the Alex Jones. You know, it's the the CCP in the uh, in Hollywood. You know. Yeah, it's a political talking point. Sure. I mean, I I said this a couple of weeks ago. Like, you know, what it what is the what are the what are the Republicans running on for for twenty twenty four? They're not What's, like their thing. I mean, they're not. I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't yeah, like, me either. I don't know. So. Immigration and borders were like the big thing eight years ago. You know, and now they're like, like well, as long as you know, they come here through a governmental organization. It doesn't have to be legal. You know, they're like, well, you know, we can't stop it anymore. I like how yeah, it is so conceded. Out, I'm so out of the loop on anything political at this point. Like, I think it was, uh, I started weaning myself off of it about a year into the Trump presidency. Yeah. And I just, I don't even care. It's like, I'll just play guitar and do my stupid stuff I do as a hobby and yeah. stay out of politics. Dude, speaking of guitars, did you see what I posted in uh, Vulgar's chat today? <clears throat> I don't think so. Let me see. I came home from work and there was a package on the front step. It was a brown box with a plastic thing strapped to the top of it. And I looked in the side Ooh. of the box said positive grid. I got a positive grid spark today. Oh, 40 watt modeling. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I've heard nothing but very good things about this thing. So, yeah, I haven't messed with one. Um, I know but Hook, yeah, I'm the Hook same got- way I've heard they've uh, they've been really good. I think Hook has one and Wolver may actually have one. Yeah, I know they also have like the Line Six. Uh, yeah, that not was the Helix, but the other thing. Well, the that's what I was looking the at. Whatever. The pod. He's got a pod. Yeah, yeah, the pod. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a pod's like a head rush foot pedal, right? Or like, mm-hmm. new, have you seen the new Fender modeling thing? That thing looks really cool too. It does, but I'm not paying seventeen hundred dollars for a Fender product that's not a all Rosewood neck strat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point um, I, and I have about 20 of those on my watch list for on reverb I'm waiting for one to get underneath 1300 my reverb watch list is uh, a bunch of uh, the ESP James Hetfield models because I either want the vulture or the uh, the snake bite 
or some shit that I I wanted to buy when I was like 18 and couldn't afford it. Legit ESP or LTD? No, I'm not spending like $4,000 okay, on okay, it. Okay. it. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I have. Okay. So I had the opportunity when I was 18 to buy an ESP George Lynch Skulls and Snakes. Right. Um, <clears throat> they had one at the music store that I, I used to frequent quite a bit. Um, but instead of that, instead of spending the eighteen hundred on it, it's eighteen hundred back then. They're like five grand now. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, eighteen hundred. Instead of spending the eighteen hundred on that back then, I put a couple hundred bucks down on a Hamer Californian, which was a twenty-seven fret shred machine, made in America. Oh, that thing, okay, yeah, great guitar, it was like, wait it was great. Great guitar, but I wish I never bought it. I wish I had bought the Skulls and Snakes ESP. Now, looking back, I wish they both they were both roughly the same price. But my dad, my dad actually talked me out of it because, like, what are you gonna do? With, you're not gonna like that kind of stuff your whole life. Are you kidding me, Dad? <laughs> Skulls, snakes. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's like, George Lynch. It's George Lynch. Come on now. Yeah, right. Mister Scary, really? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I know this I dude didn't. literally fought Freddy Krueger with his guitar. Like that's badass. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They had the um the theme song for what? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yep. They had uh, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yep. Damn. The eighties. <laughs> Good lord. Um. But yeah, man. I Wait, I spent that was, too much that was time in the movie it. or it that, was a movie. No, that was in the was, the music video. There's the, the they, music, music video. video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The music video for for Nightmare on Elm Street three was Dawkins Dream Warriors. That was because I know the movies got pretty silly. So they did. That was that was when it started getting silly. Was that one? Yep. That it's always the third movie. The third. We talked about that in the horror movies on Friday yeah. last week. Is how the third movie in the series is always where it turns shitty in Halloween. Uh, Michael Myers wasn't even in the third movie. Nope, that was uh, the season of the witch. Mm-hmm. The, actually, which I the, agree with Aether that that is probably my favorite, just because it's different. The third one, you, yeah, you, I love the idea of like the masks that kill you if you're watching a freaking commercial right. at that time. Oh, dude! So we brought this up at work today. We're talking about horror movies, um, and this apprentice is like, "Have you ever seen the horror movie?" Where the kids are in school and they eat the chicken nuggets and it turns them into zombies. I'm like, what? Is that Are You Afraid of the Dark or something? No. Like, that's uh, what that sounds like. No. It is, uh, hold on. Uh, just a second. It's, it's, a, it's called Cooties. Oh, okay. The Cooties, and it's got, I mean, dude, it's got, like, Rain Wilson, Elijah Wood, um, Jack McBrayer, who is, by the way, Jack McBrayer, is playing Laszlo, head of the Paranormies, on the Disney stupid cartoon show. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juan L., whatever Juan L. is. Is this live action? The, the movie? Yeah. yeah. The movie's live is action. Is it animated or no, live No, the action? movie is live. I've... No, Rain Wilson is the gym teacher. <laughs> So right, cooties. The yeah. movie's called Cooties. Yeah, Rain Wilson playing a gym teacher. Oh, dude, it's it, I, I've watched already. The, I've watched already the trailer lost, for it. Uh, we watched the trailer for it at work today. There's a movie named Cooties, and it's rated R. <laughs> yep. Here we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch the trend. I don't know why I find that funny. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna watch this on that on that on that. Here we go. We're gonna watch the. 
trailer. Sorry, didn't see that. Well, maybe you should take in your surroundings more. Yeah. You are so ugly. You look like you got chicken pox. If chicken pox is made out of hemorrhoids, you listening to me? What are you, sick or something? Oh, look! Carnage! You can't eat the teachers, man! Shelly has cooties. He's right. This is a foodborne virus. The chicken nuggets. Virus is only dangerous if you haven't gone through puberty. Are you kidding me? At All right. three o'clock, the parents will come to pick up their kids. We can signal them for help. From the co-creator of Glee and the writer of Saw. Oh, what a combination. Boy. They're everywhere. That's Indiana. That's Ohio. That's an epidemic. Let's roll. Remember that suiting up montage in every action film? This is that scene. Are we ready? Ready. 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 I'm gay. Oh, I knew it. Okay, so this is like a zombie land movie, pretty much. All right. Yeah, that's the that's a, interesting thing is that they look at the mulatto kid and go, "He's not like the others." Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's like, he's not. He's not like them. Well, he's yeah. not. He's not clearly because all the other kids are all white, right? And the, the white kids are the ones that are eating people. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys, we have shit posted our way to the halfway mark. Eric, uh, did you bring a song with you this week? I do have a song. Nice. Drop a link in the chat or something, and I'll put it up on the old YouTubes. Just uh, which chat you want me to throw that into? Just the one, either the Odyssey or uh, yeah, throw it in the uh, throw it in the the Zoom chat, and I'll grab it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, the, I had to download Zoom, so that should tell you how much. Uh, experience i have with this oh, okay well if that were uh then just there we go i got it right there there we go all right we're gonna we're gonna play this is oh night night goat nice from the melvins nice dude yeah. we haven't done melvins ever on the paranormies good choice nice. good, good choice. choice i watched uh, like a like five or six interviews with king buzzo yesterday so nice. i'm kind of on a melvins kick right on all right well, we're gonna listen to this and we'll be back in about four and a half minutes
All right, everybody, we are back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am still Johnny Monoxide with Grognak and Eric Heathnet from Metal Up Your Fash. What's going on, guys? Not a lot. Just sit over here bobbing my head to uh, a band that, funny enough, I wasn't really into until recently. Dude, I never liked the Melvins when they were uh, younger, I guess, when they were. Were they ever really popular? No, not really. Right. I mean, so, out of their scene, no, definitely not. Yeah. Like, so outside they were of their proto scene, grunge, proto yeah. sludge, whatever you want to call them, but yeah. they're just weird. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Oh man. Um. So proto grunge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy from? Who's the weirdo from the Melvins that everybody knows? King Buzzo, King Buzz Buzzo. Osborne. Yeah, Buzz Osborne. Yeah, King Buzzo, yeah. Yeah, he's he's like like everybody's influence, like what like Soundgarden, Nirvana, that whole Seattle sound. Yeah, apparently he took Kurt Cobain to his first concert ever. Hmm. Which was a black flag show in like nineteen eighty four. Really? Yeah, that's what he said in an interview I watched yesterday. It's kind of interesting. Interesting. Um, I don't know if I, you've heard this story, but one of my friend's wives was um, Henry Rollins' first girlfriend when she when he moved out to California. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. She's a very she's very famous in the punk scene, so or was now she's retired, obviously. But <laughs> um, but yeah, she's told me about how he was he was such a poser. Uh, he moved out there. I think he went to like Dartmouth, and um, obviously his dad was dad was somebody like Admiral Jim Morris, Admiral Morrison's, you know, Adam blah, Jim Morrison's dad, Admiral Morrison. So he was involved in something. But I mean, we know that the CIA admitted that they created the, the punk scene. And they even said they right. did. like that was a big thing. So and Rollins, Rollins' dad, was, you know, obviously a spook. So and Rollins being being the most famous punker of all time, right? Basically, they're the most successful, at least. Yeah, between, well, if it comes to popularity, it's probably between him and, like, Jello Biafra. He reminded me of, the of like, Andrew WK before that was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, the project before that. That's a fair comparison. Who? Rollins? Rollins yeah. yeah. Did, you, you, did, who'd you have on for the Andrew WK episode? Dimes. It was Dimes from Blood Satellite. Right. Okay. And like Rollins just kind of hits that same kind of vibe for me. How so? I don't know. He just seems like he's the same like manufactured like. Oh, he is. Big party, crazy party man. Oh, absolutely. Rollins absolutely was. He was a preppy dart, like a like a uh, Ivy League kid, you know? Yeah, his poetry sucks. <laughs> his poetry is terrible. <laughs> That's some of the other things. It's like, well, I mean, I mean, because I know somebody who he dated, I can honestly say he's not an FTM. Okay. I mean, I mean, at least he's got that going for him. Well, no, well, <laughs> he's not a tranny. He's not a tranny. Hang on, that, that that's not. I mean, that's a, that is a grognack. Like knowing what we know about Hollywood and the entertainment industry, that is a big thing. Pretty much everybody yeah. that's put in okay. front of us is inverted. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. And now I kind of wanted to put like 
put his image through like an, an AI thing to give him like the 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 tranny makeover. And see well, I guarantee you, like. I guarantee you, Transvestigation Seven 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 has already has already done Henry Rollins. You know, they've moved on from doing everybody famous to like your next door neighbor as a tranny. Because I could I could totally see him doing the it's ma'am thing, you know. Like. Right, but I mean, he's not. <laughs> yeah, but he's not that kind of tranny, though. You know what I mean? He's not. He wouldn't be that. It would be. He would be that kind of tranny. You know. He wouldn't be the beat you up tranny. No, he would be. Well, that's the kind of tranny he would be. He would be the male that looks male. That's female, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the Rock. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, dude. Just bringing it back to wrestling. Yeah, I don't even, yeah. So. Oh, boy. So did you guys see the stupid eclipse? I didn't see it. Which eclipse? The eclipse. Now, hold on. I'm going to show you. Oh, eclipse. the eclipse. Oh, okay. Eclipse. <laughs> there might have been a little bit of a lag there that I'm like, what eclipse? What are you talking about? No, I didn't see it. Here, um, it wasn't a very good one. I don't think. This is a picture of it. That's somebody that's not anything that we were able to take with our phone because you know your phone always sucks but here you go that's the that's the picture of this of the uh supposed i don't know that's probably cgi to be honest but let me see i have the article for it pulled up here somewhere and uh where is it there it is. Solar eclipse. Don't take photos of it with your phone, they said. Today I learned that my iPhone 15 Pro Max and this weekend solar eclipse do not mix. Why? If you're like me, you're wondering this. After all, why? who wouldn't want to snap a photo of such an awe-inspiring celestial occurrence? Why you shouldn't take a photo with your phone? In the same way you shouldn't use a telescope or binoculars to gaze at the sun, you can melt your eyeballs right off. You shouldn't use your phone's shooter or any other poorly equipped camera to take a photo of the solar eclipse. BGR. Fuck is BGR. Anyways. Um, says no smartphone is designed to handle the intense solar rays the sun emanates. Using your camera or phone could cause the heat from the rays to become so concentrated it can melt the lens inside. Should we make phones out of ceramic then? I mean, oh, hi, Reinhardt. Hey. Hey. hey! Sorry, I just got—I just got back driving from uh, Memphrica. Oh, good lord! I'm sorry. And how's yeah, your pitch black? Thing? Everybody has tinted windows, and I counted twenty—no, twenty cop cars that were on the side of the interstate at various points. I mean, okay, it's, that's that's yeah, that'll happen. But uh, were they were there like multiple cop cars at each stop? That's how you know it's bad. Uh, at about half of them, there was something going on, whether okay. it was a traffic accident or I was watching somebody get tossed over their trunk. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> In handcuffs. Anyways, back to, okay. Who cares about Memphrica? We're talking about, we're talking about the, my, our, our, our iPhones, our sale foam and the, the eclipse that already happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Oh, this was the Johnny Cash. Yeah, the Ring of Fire, right? This is the Ring of Fire eclipse. So, yeah, don't 
Don't use your phone, they said. So you can recommend enjoying the event with approved solar glasses as opposed to trying to catch the spectacle with your camera filters unless you're an astrophotographer, of course. Astro, what is an astrophotographer? Is anyone a friend of yours? Anyway. Um, yeah, after all, you have the best optics tool on your face, your peepers, but don't look at the sun. It'll melt your eyeballs off. Wait a minute. Okay, just so just don't look at it. So catch me up real quick, guys. Did you see anything of this half eclipse? No, because it was cloudy all day. I didn't see shit. Right. So I was just walking to fix some issue with a buddy of mine today at work, and he said his father-in-law swore up and down that just north of us, maybe 10 minutes north, everything turned red, the grass, like the entire sky turned red, um, blood red. This is 10 minutes away from where I live. We saw absolutely nothing. Has anybody that you that you guys know or interact with reported anything like that? I, I saw zero change around here. Uh, we had that one a few years ago. I think it was like uh, four years ago, maybe. That it was, was a really it was big 2019. One. Yeah, and we were like my my work. Everybody went outside to watch, and it was cloud cover, and everything just went dark and then light. We didn't see anything. So even with all these eclipses that have hit my area, I've I've never seen it actually happen. It's always cloud cover. Okay. Yeah, I that that passed right over Nashville. I was living at the time right in the middle of Nashville. I saw everything happen, but that's that's the last time, first and last time I've really ever seen a full eclipse. By the way, Eric, good to see you, brother. Good to see you too. So yeah, nice okay, of you to Johnny, show up, Reinhardt. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> he told me Johnny, I already knew. So, I knew this was going to happen, you guys. I'm just going to do this in public because it's fun. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all right. So I Johnny, do it, you I didn't do it either. What? No, I didn't see anything, dude. I was first of all, I was at work. I did see the sun. The sky looked weird. I will say the sky looked weird. Okay, for being an overcast, rainy off and on, all kind of it was rainy off and on all day. So it was cloudy all day. During the quote eclipse time, the sky looked very odd. I'll give the coloring was odd. So, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't anything too spooky. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, for me, like I was outside working all day. I was lifting logs and I was trying to wrangle chickens that I have now learned can jump from a standing position like seven or eight feet. Yeah, chicken. Well, they jump and flap a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cute. Yeah, and that made oh cute. Oh. <laughs> made some more work for me on on Eclipse Day. Um, well, but welcome. To I noticed chickens. it. The sky did get a little bit darker, and it like you, Johnny. It was cloudy all day. So there was not a huge change, but it did get a little bit darker. And if anybody here has played Assassin's Creed, the first, very first game, it kind of did get that like blue filter for a little while, but that was it. Mm. That was like 10 minutes. Chickens, did you? What's that? You didn't get cooties from your chickens, did you? (laughs) If I'm getting cooties from the chickens, then you missed missed the the thing. (laughs) Oh, Oh, never mind. Yes. We okay. we forgot about a we forgot about the number one horror movie from 2014 when we did horror he, movies the other night. If he gets cooties from his chickens, that means he hasn't gone through puberty yet. So that, that that's the be, joke. That's be, the joke, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's a, you'll have to listen to the first hour, Reinhardt. We don't we don't have a male chicken either that can 
do things on top of the eggs. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never, I'm never going to get that out of my mind. No, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I may, I may not have the full experience, but oh my God, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know. Ooh. No, that's not that's not what I wanted to open up. I didn't mean to click on that. That's a poll thread. <laughs> Oopsie, I, f- I forgot I had the I forgot I had the browser up on the screen because we got the we got the, uh, the what do you call it the ring the Johnny Cash up on the screen there. Yeah, so nothing no, nothing special with the eclipse, right, guys? Yeah, haha. Earth is a globe. Obviously, idiots. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuckface, uh, uh, Captain Black, Black Snatch, whatever his name is, Black Ass. There, uh... <laughs> Black Snatch. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something, and that was the first thing that popped out. I'm sorry, I didn't. That was that was rude, but I mean, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> so let me read. Let me read this shit. Where do you, what do you, that was where do you way read? better than Johnny Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain Black Snatch. Oh, That's going to be somebody's Telegram handle in about ten minutes. It better be. It's going to be my new uh, Twitter handle when I have to make a new Twitter again. Right. Where is the? Yes, this is what he says. There's a solar eclipse today. Something predictable, thanks to our understanding of the shape and orbit of the Earth. If you're in the path of annularity, you're on the part of the globe that will see a ring of fire. If you're a flat Earth, you'll just be retarded like yesterday. Oh, and and I will read and I quote from our good buddy Skull. <clears throat> the sky works on a cycle, you dunning crew retard. It has absolutely nothing to do with the shape of the Earth, and orbital motions were necessarily derived from a flat planar baseline. When you look deep enough into it, you'll find that 100% of globe heliocentric construction was based on flat Earth measurements and observations. Necessarily, not theoretically. Otherwise, star-based celestial navigation would be impossible. That's why all these heliocentric predictions work, I use air quotes, so perfectly. The sky is on a cycle that's already been known for thousands of years. Jeez, it's going off on him. Okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, he said, and then at the end, he said, had to say this here because Devin refused to debate Johnny, doesn't keep open comments on Telegram, and on Twitter, he blocks anyone who challenges him beyond his ability to employ edgy logical fallacy. He's a reg- regular Neil deGrasse Tyson. He is. And also, thank you, Skull. Oosh. Yeah. That is one Telegram message I did see this morning at work. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't the one I was looking for, though. Um, but yeah, Devin Stack, you're a pussy. Um, and, and you have nothing but logical fallacies and straw men and all kinds of other fallacies, uh, appeals to ridicule. Um, and yes, yes. You misrep you attack misrepresentations of arguments that we never made. That's that's literally what, what Globe Earthers do. And um I know we always Well, hey man, you don't have all the answers, so I don't have a model. Any- you don't have a working I model. I don't wear a beanie. Does, does you only wear- have questions, how dare you? Does he have does he wear a beanie? He well, always has in, in everything that I've ever seen. Devin's I don't even know what he looks like. He he wears a beanie. Really? Okay. Yes. He wears a beanie and he has a, a Latino like patch beard. What? Yes. You've never seen him? No. 
I've never seen what, what Devin Stack looks like. I have no oh idea. Oh my god, dude. Oh my Oh he looks like a crappy skater boy. What? That's what he looks like. I, I don't know that <laughs> Jody Screen is going from like stock portfolios to, to cattle. <laughs> Devin yeah, Red Devin cattle. <laughs> he, he missed a vowel and it was to giving him like stock. Wait tips a minute. Or something. Is this this isn't him? It's not Kiwi Farms. It's got to be him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, this has got to be. We're going to look at this. Hang on a second. Come on, Brave. Hang on. Let me get this up. <laughs> Phony Mormon simping for an allegedly. Okay. Girl. Nope. Nope. Never mind. Okay. So he's got. Never mind. Okay. So this is allegedly no. what he looks like. Right here. <clears throat> In the middle of the screen here. This is allegedly what he looks like. Yeah. With the glasses? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he wears a beanie. And that on his actual show, he wears a beanie. That's what Devin Stack looks like? Yes. Holy shit, it looks like a libtard. <laughs> right? He looks like a regular fucking libtard. See, is, Johnny, is this he in is the why NASA, the... Is he in the jo- NASA control room right now? I think he's in the <laughs> NASA control room right there, yeah. This is... <laughs> See, Johnny, this is every time that you've talked about him, like, you, he's just going after you, everything. I've, like, not disregarded it, but I'm just sitting there like, okay, you faggot. This is what he looks like. Right. That's what he looks like. That's like, dude. He's like Dr. Dave. Professor Dave. Like he's like Professor Dave with a with a tighter haircut. He talks like this, doesn't he? Like this. Devin, Devin's kind okay, of I just like found this. this tweet from him though. Here, I'm gonna share this in the, the content channel. Okay. Um Is it gonna let me <sighs> share it? You he looks like he's going to review heart. like an anime on t- on t- Twitter when he's done. Okay, so he's in this picture. I don't understand what this retweet comment is supposed to look like. Okay, I I don't know. Push, post the picture. Everything Devin got wrong. The anti wolf crown in the picture. He's he's supposed to be in this picture. Isn't that him in the beanie? I can't see it because I'm blocked. Hmm. Yeah. Well, oh, that thing said he was a Mormon. That's why he's sc- a Glober. Can you screen cap He's going to get his own planet. Can you screen cap that, please, and put it in there? I will find it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, yeah, let's get back to some of the news stuff. So Hamas and Israel are apparently are doing a thing. You guys heard about this? Make a movie. Yeah. Have you guys heard about yeah. this? Yeah. Like, I hear on. about it from people at work all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten so bad. It's gotten so bad that uh, people in the United States are having problems with this because apparently, well, people in Ohio, I mean, there's your problem, first of all. Um, Man was recorded making anti-Semitic slurs on an Ohio family's doorbell camera about a week after they put an Israeli flag on their lawn to show support for the embattled country. Fox News. like Bam Margera. Yeah. I mean, this guy got braces? Yeah, so I, I found got braces this at and work. a lip ring. Yeah, Jacob Reed. What's that, Reinhardt? I'm sorry. I found this at work, um, and it, I had no service to put this into the content channel. This dude's until, in like, Bexley. Way later. Oh my god. Okay, this guy's in Bexley. Resident <laughs> Debbie Meyer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're in Bexley. Okay, Bexley's like the third highest concentration of Jews in the Columbus area. 
Okay, good to know. Or second, second highest, because you got Jew Albany and Bexley. All right. I mean, my, my coworker and I were were going crazy over this. <laughs> what was happening here? So, do we want to watch the tirade? Is this actually going? Can we actually watch? I this? don't know if it'll we actually show this. the tirade. We can watch this. Here we go. Okay, well, let me pause it. Oh, it's on the screen. Okay, cool. It's on the screen. Go. Looking, he's looking. Okay, nothing's happening. I don't think they're actually going to show us, you know, what he said. Oh, come on. Yeah. Volume's all the way up. But they do oh, wait, they me, do give me... the transcript. Hold on. So where's the... Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, okay, they do yeah, give yeah. the transcript of what he actually okay, said so to I'll, this person. Right, so he, let's, he let's went see, to... Let's see. He went to this house and then he went to another, but they do tell you what he said here in the article. Cause I found this first thing in the morning when I, I came in. Um, I always just have Fox news because it isn't blocked <laughs> at work. He said, you Zionist pigs are fucking disgusting. Police said that Reedy went to another house a block away and made similar anti-Semitic insults, calling a family a dirty Zionist and telling me wish they would die. He drove away like no worries in the world. <laughs> well, Meyer, who's the, the first family that he went to, said that they knew the other family very well. Mm. Debbie Meyer's mother was a Holocaust survivor. Here's pictures Maya's mother. Rita Katz Hoffman. Hid in a forest in Poland for three years. What? That's yeah, what right. it's <laughs> with, Dan with Daniel Craig and Leave Schreiber? Where's this? It's underneath the picture. Oh, I hid in a forest for three years. Oh my god. For three right. three years. But I was so mad that I couldn't send this to the content chat earlier. <laughs> it's I was not sitting on this all down, day. Maya said that flag is staying up. Oh, God. All right. I am the child of the Holocaust survivor. I don't. This guy, and of hey, course, the guy's the, got, the guy's got a, a lip giant, ring. The guy's got a lip a, ring and bad teeth. Giant nose. This Every thing. time I hear that, I just want to do the Spartacus thing and be like, we're all the children of survivors of the Holocaust, man. <laughs> so, Johnny, go go back down to the, to the actual video. I'm a survivor. Not, not that. The, the <laughs> header picture, I guess. Yeah. That looks like a Mad Magazine cover. <laughs> just in the perspective. Well, I honestly yeah, thought he wasn't wearing a shirt at first. Well, it's the fish. It's the, when I saw the picture. It's the fish fish eye camera lens right there. So yeah, right. You can clearly see the curvature of the earth. 
or at least the wall anyway. Right. Well, the wall's curved. Right, yeah, the brick wall. So this is Bexley. This is very wealthy. This is a very wealthy community in in, in the uh, Columbus area. So this guy is going so, around to Bexley and yelling at Jews. So Johnny, is this why they could call the police and this guy would be arrested? Because it's a very rich gated community. Yeah, a very rich gated community. Very high Jewish community. They can I call nine one one for I some guy that, coming into their ring doorbell and just saying something, and, and they arrest him. And now all right. of a sudden, the so the he called the FBI cops. Joint Terrorist Task Force. Okay. Is, okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. So the police department said they're investigating the incident with state and federal authorities. It's the FBI JTTF. Yes. The, the, which, Johnny, you know, yes. Yeah. The Joint Terrorism Task Force is working closely on this and potential matters which may occur subsequent to last week's attack. So, again, if you see something, say something. If you see a Jew, point it out. No, um, I didn't do that. Reedy, who has no criminal history, was spotted last Saturday. He shouted slurs from his car outside a synagogue. Okay, so this guy's, this guy's yelling at slurs outside a synagogue, and he's going to Jews' houses that he knows are Jews for some reason. And he's yelling anti-Semitic things into their ring doorbell. This is like this is like that faggot from the GDL, uh, except instead of standing on the corners, he's actually going to their house. You know, this is Wally this was, is as fake and gay as the dead baby story from Israel. While he was right. standing there, just not doing anything, it looked like the perspective of one of the guys from impractical jokers while he was waiting on instructions of what to say next yeah he's, exactly he's <laughs> no, looking sal, down the no, street sal, go go to the ring, ring doorbell no it's sal yeah, telling and it's, call him zionist pigs okay it's he's fat. jewish first of all it's fat that's sal. why it says a man this is a this is a tail hurtler a man John, johnny what did you say i was like that was it fat sal or normal sal i that's thought sal fat sal Oh, it was normal Sal. Oh, well, there's fat Sal and fatter Sal. Oh, oh. Come on, Sal got fat. <laughs> like, Sal got fat. Like, what's his face? Like, um, Sal got thin for a while. Yeah, and then he went back to fat Sal. Yeah, yeah. They always go back to fat. Like, fucking, what's his face from uh from Always Sunny? Um, Mac. Mac. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I always forget Mac. It's the easiest name. Anyway. If, but yeah, if this, this was like this not is a like Jewish a, guy. They would they would know his name by now. Yeah, yeah. this is this is completely one hundred percent. No, they know who he BS. is. They know who he is. What's the his, man? The man? The man? Name? The man? His name is Reedy. Reedy. R e i d y. Oh, Jacob Reedy. Jacob. Jacob. Very Jewish name. Jacob Reedy. <laughs> Jacob and a, a an Israelite name stolen by Edomite Jews. Okay, okay. What's the last name? R e i d y Reedy. R e i d y. But yeah, he went. He went. You know, to a couple of Jewish houses, met, said some slurs, and went off about his business. I believe this story about as much as I believe the Holocaust. Well, guys, guess what? It's Jewish. R-E-I-D-I is also the name of a medical supply company. Yeah, R-E-I-D-Y. Reedy. Yeah. Reedy, Reedy Medical Supply, Reedy Contracting. All right. You want all right, speaking of None. speaking of Jews. This is a good one. 
Too bad Jack's not here. Um, lawyers for Sam ba- for scam bank man fraud petition judge for more Adderall. <laughs> so we've moved past the identity theft from hookers to pay Chinese bribes stage of the Sam Bankman freed news trial. What's the identity theft from Thai hookers to pay Chinese bribes? Jamie, That's look that shit up. I missed. Look that shit up. What? I, I, I didn't. I had no idea that there were Thai hookers paid to China to Chinese. Bro- what? Doesn't make any sense. I'm. I'm. What? Well, I don't, stage I, I don't has know. the actual link. I don't know. Hang on. Who has the? Actual yeah, I'm link? coming in late, so I gotta. I gotta pull up all the links. Okay, who's got the actual link? That word stage, you click on that. What's the... Yeah, Thai hookers. Thai hookers, Chinese bribes. Star witness Ellison unveils chaos behind FTX's fake balance sheets. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. They would bribe Chinese people and they would bribe Chinese uh, officials and bringing in uh, Thai Thai hookers and have identity theft. Yeah. So, this is the Caroline Ellison testimony from the other day. Good God, that face. Look at that thing. The horse girl? Look at that thing, dude. It got worse than than the picture that was being passed around like months ago. Yeah. She That is a 1300s medieval depiction of a witch. Sure. Sure. She testified that her and Alameda executives, Alameda executives were the balance uh, ran uh, the the one of the companies along with FTX. Um, she said that the Alameda executives had paid a large bribe to Chinese officials to obtain funds that were locked in a Chinese exchange. So, yeah, they set up fictitious exchange accounts using IDs that she believed belonged to Thai prostitutes. And we're talking a lot. it wasn't us. We thought they were Thai prostitutes. Right, right. Caroline Ellison testified that as part of an attempt to unfreeze a billion dollars of assets in China, the FTX crew had a plan to have their frozen assets lose the money to an account tied to some Thai prostitutes. So eventually... Carolyn Ellison said that FTX coordinated a $150 million bribe to the Chinese government in order to unfreeze the accounts. In a memo to SBF, Caroline referred to it as minus $150 million from the thing. The thing. From the thing. You know, the thing. Anyways, back to this shit. Scam bankman fraud. Let's read this fucking letter from his... From his... Um, from his lawyer, to Judge Kaplan. On behalf of our client, Samuel Bankman-Fried, we respectfully submit this letter in connection with the issues that we discussed with the court and government on Friday relating Mr. Bankman-Fried's inability to take his prescribed medication during the trial day. As we noted, Mr. Bankman-Fried has been doing his best to remain focused during the trial for the past two weeks, despite having not having his prescribed dose of Adderall methamphetamine during the trial hours. 
However, as we approach the defense case, the critical decision of whether Mr. Bankman-Fried will testify, the defense is growing concern that because of his lack of access to Adderall, he has not been able to concentrate at the level he ordinarily would, and that will not be able to meaningfully participate in the presentation of the defense case. Okay, this is like somebody somebody's lawyer saying, my defendant is addicted to cocaine and cannot take cocaine during this trial. So he can't function at the same level that he would have if he had taken cocaine. He can't lie convincing enough without his Adderall. So uh, we can't. Right. Yeah. All right. But here's what here. Check. This is the fucked up most fucked up part. So. uh, Where is the timing? Yes. As discussed with the court on Friday, since this trial has begun, Mr. Bankman-Fried has been given one dose between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. before he is transported to the courthouse, which wears off by the time trial starts at 9.30 a.m. If your Adderall wears off in three hours, really, you got a problem. Anyways, he does not receive another dose until he returns to the MDC between approximately 8 and 9 p.m. at night. That's fucking hardcore, dude, hitting the Adderall at 8 o'clock at night. Jesus. Good Lord. I mean, well, apparently it only takes, you know, three hours for him to go to sleep. So he takes it at eight. He's in bed by 11. <laughs> right. I mean, according to according to that this, is that is hitting they, tie strippers yeah. level Adderall taking. Right. You got to respect that dedication, though, dude. He takes a dose at eight to nine in jail. Like, woof. Is that uh, is that how you activate goblin mode? Why does this feel like a skit from like Life of Brian or something like? <laughs> Wait, this this video after Adderall. <laughs> yeah, after Adderall. <laughs> Boing. God. Good lord. Oh my god. Are they gonna be? Oh well, they can make a movie. This is a good one. Nothing like regular amphetamine use to appreciate how dumb a lot of normal, non-medicated human experiences. Oof. Yeah, really what happens is you get on Adderall for a while, and when you get off it, you're like, wow. Oh, you know what, dude? You know what I didn't do? This stuff has not been on the screen the whole time. You guys missed out on the fucking... Adderall pictures here. Let me let me show you these pictures again. Here's here's scam bank man fraud after Adderall. There you go. Mm. See, it looks like a young fat Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, where is the? Uh, there we go. Ty hookers. There you go. There's there she is. There you go. Get a full screen view of that fucking thing. Oof. This goblin, this goblin looks familiar. Didn't they use her for something like previously? That's Caroline Ellison. That's Sam Bankman-Fried's little Jew girlfriend that helped him scam billion dollars. Okay, okay, that is Through, why. She's yeah, and, and had like her... sexual, sexually perverse orgies and all. Supposedly, kinds of yeah. supposedly, we've done this creature feature before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know, dude. Anybody's this is, running around. This is the ultimate around. horse girl. Stop with the horse girl thing, man. That's, you're giving horse girls a bad name with this. <laughs> I, I don't know. Am I? Yeah. I don't know any horse girls that are that hideous. 
I don't know what horse girls you knew, but all the horse girls I know were hot. They were just fucking weird. Oh no! See, they they were always ugly and weird down here, like in the horse capital too, like Tennessee, Kentucky. Yeah, dude, all the horse girls I knew down south were hot. Weird. Hmm. I don't know what. I don't know where you're hanging out with horse girls, but anyway, all right. So, I went to public school. Okay. So anyway, so Thai hookers and Chinese bribes, and now we're into the Adderall section. Don't forget, you guys. This guy, this guy scammed money from Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. That's pretty funny. Well, and this is the guy too that would pay like Russian whores hundreds of thousands of dollars to like poop on people. And that's bin Salman. Yeah, that's just, well, that's him. That's the Saudi guys in general. That's like a big yeah. Saudi thing. Check this out. This is all right. Let's skip. I'm, I don't want to talk about the Jews and their fucking stupid fake fucking trial. I mean, look, I, I don't think. I think is that really going on? You got a Jew judge and two Jews in court. I mean, is that really going to be a big thing? I mean, is this, are they trying to make a distraction out of this? Like, I don't know what's going on with that. But here, no, check please. this out. Yeah, Japanese robot. Thank you. Archaix has a robot now. Oh wait, Archaix. Yeah, the, I saw that name and I was like, wait a minute. It's Archaix. <laughs> yeah, the three million dollar Japanese robot innovating the workforce. This thing looks like Captain America. If Captain America were a robot, a Japanese startup named. Subame Industries has recently developed a groundbreaking robot named Arcax, which is being hailed as a human-like working machine. Oof, rip. With a hefty price tag of $3 million, Arcax is set to revolutionize the workforce and redefine the role of robots in various industries. Uh, um, Arcax represents a giant leap towards realizing a more automated and technologically advanced workforce. With While its $3 million price tag may seem exorbitant, the potential benefits and long-term cost savings in the industries it serves are unparalleled. Like what? You gotta, apparently, isn't it apparently funny? Apparently extreme always, dexterity. They always add in that line about like the future where these machines work alongside humans. Right. Like, right. Oh, alongside. it's not going to replace anyone. It's going to work alongside you. Yes. Okay. The developers of Arcax envision a future where robots work alongside humans as productive and reliable partners. They believe that harnessing the power of robotics can optimize productivity, increase efficiency, and bridge the gap between human capabilities and technological advancements. Out. Um, again, I don't believe any of this stuff is going to happen. I think it's bullshit for the most part. But then again, it might not be. Like we've seen the the lightsaber laser shit that they're using to do like like tree maintenance and stuff now, right? And yeah, robots. we showed off like the extra arms, the Japanese arm. Yep, they had arm Japanese things, extra remember? arms, and then the uh, the robots that can do sheetrock and mud and taping and sanding. And painting, so they can do all the finished work. They can't do any of the stuff in the wall yet. They can't do the plumbing and the electrical yet. But I've seen robots do framing. I've seen robots do everything in construction except for, like I said, the plumbing and the electrical, really. So and that's coming sooner than later, probably. Whew. Yeah, look at their look at their website: maritime drones, military, aviation. Right. I don't know. Shit's getting real. Yeah, man. But anyways, um, yeah. 
Who the hell knows, dude? Who the hell knows what's going to happen with that? It's going to happen again sooner than later. But I don't. I don't know. I, I think this looks really fake. This robot with the face and all that kind. Of, I think. I think it looks really fake. I don't know. We'll see. Looks like a Terminator. Yeah, I think that's meant to look that way purposefully. Where are we right now? What time are we at? Oh, nice. All right. Well, I mean, we can get into we can get into the, the Israel Hamas thing real quick if you guys want to. I mean, we all know it's bullshit. Uh, the the red dye thing I added because several different sources I found for that talking about the FDA finally banning the red three. Um, it's they're, they're throwing the number thirty three around everywhere. Oh yeah, there's a bunch apparently. of thirty three stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, apparently I just found that interesting. Uh, apparently, a, a hospital in Gaza got struck today, right? A hospital in Gaza. Um. And they're saying it was a Hamas rocket that did it. And, of course, they're doing the whole, um, God damn it. They're doing the whole, you know, evil Hamas. But why would Hamas shoot at Hamas, right? But Hanaya Naftali, who is the uh, defense minister of Israel, this tweet was taken down. A few minutes after he posted it. But it says, breaking, Israeli Air Force struck a Hamas terrorist base inside a hospital in Gaza. A number of terrorists are dead. Multiple number of terrorists are dead. It is heartbreaking that Hamas is launching rockets from hospitals, mosques, schools, and using civilians as human shields. Now, that tweet was deleted because it's clearly not true. Um, there were tweets from Andrew Torba on Gab asking him why he deleted it, and other people asking him why he deleted that tweet. Uh, and then now the thing is now Israel is saying, and everybody's saying, oh, it was Hamas that attacked Hamas. Like, Hamas attacked that hospital. That's bullshit. And actually, uh, where is the video of, hold on, where's that video? Here it is. Yeah, listen, just watch this. A missile hits a tower behind a journalist, which, you know, what now? Remember, this is all green screen and fake, but, like, check this out. What can you report at this stage? (laughs) All right. Yumna, please take cover. If you are in a position to do so safely, you can explain to us what we're happening. If you are not in a position to do so safely, then please get to safety. No, it's okay. Um, this is a missile attack on on Palestine Tower. Okay, so that's that whole scene with her jumping away and the crying and stuff. That's all fake. <laughs> it's so fucking fake. It's so fucking. The guy's fake. like killing time till the till the explosion goes off, like on screen. Right. Like they just knew. There's no missile. There's no flying anything in the sky. It's just an explosion on the building top. Right, and, in, and, and she she immediately knows what but, building it was. She's like, "Oh my god!" Right, but here's the thing. Here's the thing: is they're showing on the regular news. Well, it's Al Jazeera, so it's obviously got the Muslim spin. But they're showing Israel attacking Gaza. Now you have um, Iran is where's Iran thing? Iran is flying the black flag of war above its. 
Where is that? Um, that's a big deal, right? That the the black flag of war being flown. Here, let me save this. Uh, this is yeah. It's it's pretty. It's 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 a big deal for that to happen. So you've got Iran is pushing for to 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 defend uh, Palestine. You've got now you've got China. China jumped in and is talking about how uh, how Palestine has the right to defend itself, right? Um, and uh, and um, so I called. How long ago, Reinhardt? Did I say that they were going to sacrifice Israel? Um, remember that? Well, <clears throat> Johnny, you and I. Well, a couple of weeks, but Johnny, you and I have both been talking about that for a while. At least since I've been on the show, you and I were in lockstep on that. Yes, that view. Israel will be sacrificed, so that now they're gonna they're gonna move the home state back to back to Ukraine, um, and they're gonna end up. That's how they're gonna get their their world war and push their eschatological Armageddon. Right. Well, the and I've been I've actually been coming up against this view for the past two or three months or so, um, with Jerusalem and Israel and Boomer Zionist fags in different parts of my life. Funny mm-hmm. enough, um, the only part that Jerusalem has to play, if you're a Christian in the end times, is as an agent of the enemy. Right, exactly. As an agent of Satan, a city of the red dragon. Exactly. That's it. Yep. So here we go. Now we have, yeah, and uh, black flag flies over Imam Reza's shrine in Iran for the first time ever. Largest mosque in the world by area. It's the Muslim war flag being flown in Iran. So you've got Iran and you got China. And now remember, Iran and China are all working this Belt Road Initiative with Israel. So you know this is all fake. All this right. is fake. This is all theater. Um, this is just another way for the, the theater of World War Three to come into play. Now, speaking of World War III, uh, didn't something just blow up in like Philadelphia or something yesterday or the day before yesterday? Isn't there a huge explosion somewhere? Well, I just exploded the scratch-offs for... Everybody, so. Boo. But yeah, and that's not what I meant. Um, we were talking about this again, another thing at work, and if you didn't know it, you'd think the United States was at war with all the stuff that's going on, the explosions and the killings a, and the gang violence. It was a generator violence. explosion, Johnny. I'll send it to you. Okay. Right, and Biden, yeah. Biden just ordered ships to head straight to israel so right so we could be seeing looking for a USS, uss liberty yeah another uss liberty event we're gonna have a bunch of stuff happen like we're we're in we're there's a dude it's it's getting interesting the interesting stuff is happening so well and what's funny johnny if um if i'm not mistaken and i could be and somebody may correct me but one of those is the forest sherman which I had orders to. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think the Forrest Sherman is among them. Interesting. So yeah. Hmm. Which also has poison water. Well, there you go. I don't know, dude. It's uh, it, you got the red heifer. You've got everybody's saber rattling. You've got Israel faking. I mean, you got Israel faking uh, baby attack. You know, dead baby stuff, right? Remember, it was, th- was it thirty three years to the day? Dead babies when they're talking about the Iraq incubator babies, right? Pulling them out of the incubators and throwing them on the ground, right? Thirty-three years. Why do they always use this number? Interesting. They always use it though. Anyways, are you guys ready for World War Three? Are any of you guys young enough to get drafted? Nope. Ah. I know, Eric. Um, you're you're too old, right? Yeah, but um. Yeah, but um, my son turns 18 early next year. That's right. Oh, man. Hope that doesn't happen for his sake. Well, I hope it doesn't happen either because, you know, well, they got, you guys have seen the tweets. They had army commercial with white dudes in it. We're going to war, boys. (laughs) Hit, Hit his feet with hammer. Make sure he has flat feet. Yeah. Like break a couple of his toes or something. It'll hurt. Yeah, it'll I'll hurt now. Something. Tell me it'll hurt now, but later on when you're alive, you'll be like, "Oh yeah." He yeah. he will literally thank you. Later. That's right. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll limp over to you and be like, "Thank you, Dad." No. Honestly, I'd rather I would rather be walking with a really cool freaking cane. Right, than, right, right, right. right. Ever have to be Spend a little extra on uh, insoles than. Uh get shot at in a desert somewhere for a country you can't stand. Right. Give him a really it's, not cool gonna shooting. Leg. it's not gonna be any shooting. It's gonna be drones and shit. But yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's fair. Unless you're on a ship. If you go in the Navy and you're on a ship, then you're you're screwed. Yes. Yes. All right, you guys. We're gonna wrap this one up for the evening. I could give two shits. I don't care about look, dude, the people who call me Goy and people who call me infidel are fighting. I couldn't care any less if I had to. I hope they kill each other to death, to be honest. All of them. I hope they all kill each other to death. How about that? From from Ashkelon to Jerusalem to Jericho to Hebron. Don't care. Don't really care. Like I said, dude, and it's like, oh, no Palestinian ever called me. Yeah, actually, no, they call you worse, dude. They call you the great Satan. They call you fucking, yeah, no. Any of the people that are like, ah, oh, free Palestine or you're a pro-Israel fucking, yeah, talk about light switch brain fucking faggots. Idiots. I can hate both of them equally. And anybody who says, if you're on one of those who hates both of them, you're a faggot for thinking that. Just shut up you're, and go away. Seriously. You're a faggot for caring. 
Yeah, like who the fuck cares? Oh, this is going to affect it. No, it's not. No, it's not. We're getting invaded in our southern border. We got 10,000 people crossing the border every fucking day. We have train derailments and uh, all kinds of other shit going around our country. The infrastructure is crumbling. Major cities are constantly on fire or being infected with zombie viruses of fucking uh, uh, drug-addicted homeless people. You have cities in... California is lost. We have to cede California. There's nothing left. Um it's a shame because it was a beautiful place at one time. Like, we have more shit going on here than we need to worry about. And they just they want to earmark another $100 billion for fucking for, for Ukraine. Fuck off. All of it. Fuck off. Off. Just off you fuck. Absolutely. All of them. Tired of it. Yeah, and the, uh, the people that work in the industry that come into my work, they're a lot of them are conservative and they're coming in going, have you heard this thing about Israel? And I'm like, yeah, it's it sucks. But, you know, I, I'm not going to go full on with them. But I'm just like, yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, don't care. I've got more shit to worry about. I've got two kids and I've got my son that's getting ready to graduate. And my daughter's in middle school. And I'm like, I've got so much other shit that's important, way more important. That's right. You've got some shoegaze doing right. right. Yeah, I got this like 12 minute long doom song that I got to mix eventually. Nobody's <laughs> ever going to listen to the whole thing. No, I'm just no. Kidding. no I, well, dude, I know I'll, I'll listen I will. to it. I, I know I'm one joking. person that's listened to it all the way through. I and did. I listened to it because I put it on while I was at work. So, oh, like, did you? Yeah. Eric, did you, did you send it in that one chat? Can you just send it to me directly? Yep, I can do that. Okay, do that. But you know what? We're, we're in the position of peasants. Where and I don't mean that as an insult, but it's welcome to the same king, or welcome to the new king, the same as the old king. You know, we we are in the position of feudal peasants, peasants, and with worse work hours, mind you. Oh, absolutely, uh, are worse. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, all we can control is what we have in our own sphere of influence. That is it, and that should be encouraging because we actually can control that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We definitely can. All right, we're and now we can here. get really cool music from people like Eric. Yes, we can. Sorry, cool, we can. cool might be uh, if you're into shoegaze doom. Overstatement. If you're into shoegaze doom, sludge, dreadful dread. music. Yes, if you great. like Yob, you yob. might like what I will play. Oh. Maybe I love Yob. Okay, so all right. Anyway, nobody knows who Yob is. Stop it, Reinhardt. Shut up. <laughs> Don't do I mean, that. I think uh, Reinhardt lived I've... in that area of the country for a little while. Yeah. I, I yeah. I, I listened to like Yob and like, what's that other one? Um, Ohm or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Doesn't that guy do, doesn't that guy do like how to doom on YouTube or something? The guy from Ohm? I think so. Yeah. I don't know about that, but clearing the path to ascend is one of my favorite albums. And then like Bell Witch. Who does one song that's an hour and twenty two minutes long? That's ridiculous. Yeah, this is ridiculous. and it and it goes by, and you're like, oh, it's over. Shit, I got to listen to that again. Stop it. No, he doesn't. Oh, I have to go to work. Really? An I'm, hour I'm and two hours minutes. late for work. Yeah, no, we're two hours. And oh, I, I fall asleep to that. Actually, it's kind of funny. Okay. Well, that's now I have to check it out. All right, we're gonna thank you for coming on, Eric, this evening. Thanks no for stopping problem. by, Reinhardt. Thanks for joining us. No. <laughs> yes, sir. Sorry I was late. It's all good. Shit happens. Uh, sir not appearing this evening was Jack and Dogbot again. And um, Krognak? 
You man, not yes. a not a peep out of the kobolds, dude. You did a good job. Yeah, I hermetically sealed the chamber. Awesome. Oh wait, I, as soon as you say that, I hear. Oh, that. <laughs> I know. Spoke too soon. Yes, exactly. They they spoke the words. They figured it out, man. Yes. Oh man, they spoke Jack, friend. I, they spoke friend and entered. <laughs> a Jack, I will say, I was talking with him and with our our very good buddy. Uh, Dan's the Gonsfeld expert, and they are working so hard right now. I know they are. Like I this, know they are. I'm not giving literally that everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. I it's Jack, so of course it did. Well, there is that, but it's also it. But it's also Jack. That too. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's it's still October, and it's still a spooky month. That's right. We have it's a true. really really good spooky one for you this weekend. Dude, I cannot wait yes. for this weekend. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. We're gonna we're gonna do that one. Uh, Skull will be on with us this weekend, so we'll have headquarters right on the show. Um, <laughs> that's an old throwback joke to some losers, but um, because you remember he, you know, Skull runs the Paranormies, right? Remember? Oh well, yeah, he's he's our puppet master. That's right. That's right. That's right. But, but we now have. Supposedly, you guys were the same people. That for the longest time, Skull and I were the same people, but we also now apparently have a chairman and a vice chairman of the Paranormies. Which I love are not any of us. Right. It's it's like they Jack. say nothing about Reinhardt, Dogbot, Jack. Not no, even no, Jack, who like Jack. came back. No, it's Jack. It's Jack. Jack is the chairman, and uh, Hans, Hans Patches of Hulan Gruber is uh, from Nakatomi Plaza. Is uh, vice chairman for some reason. What? Nice. We need some comic. I, books. I kind of, I kind of feel insulted. You should feel insulted. You're being, in, you're being insulted by a 14 year old bald Lebanese girl. So she's well, not on I'm, the writer's strike. You know what? I'm, I'm going to bed. No Lebanese. <laughs> I said Lebanese, not Jewish. <laughs> okay. Right. Well. Mm-hmm. I, right. I I apparently have been on this show since the decline started. So you I, started I do the feel decline. Insulted. You actually started the decline, Reinhardt. I, I did. I messed a lot of things up. So it was the episode with Horace, I think, that you were on. No. <laughs> remember that one? Oh, yeah. yeah that was, that was the fun. last AAA that we did, I remember. Yes. Actually, yeah. we need to do another A word. Um, because, and I don't think we can do it on Antarctica anymore because we're at the point now where we're like, we don't fucking know what it is. <laughs> yeah, we're like, Antarctica doesn't exist. I mean, sure. And imagine implying. Yeah. Imagine implying Antarctica existed. Can we Can we ever do like a real meetup with, um? who are the people that used to make fun of for the Crystal Tree stuff? Oh, Renegade. Is that Sinead? Renegade. Sinead and Kyle. I don't even I think he might have got divorced or something. I don't know. Oh man. I, I don't know. I was I gonna know. say, can I can I ever put out like a, a genuine apology and <laughs> let them know that I'm fully on board? I mean I don't think you have you to did? do that. We Mia culpa a long time ago. Yeah, I, I guess that would yeah, Mia I mean, it was would be it, the best way. It was a sorry, not sorry, kind of a like, you know, hey, sorry, we said that a long time ago, sort of, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. But whatever. You know, you're weird. But um <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, she is. Um but you know, but women implying. Um 
Yeah. What was? The, oh man, there was something. I was, I was like, yeah, but it was women. Oh fuck, I forgot what it was. Anyway, there are a lot. Of, there are a lot of women. Yeah. Moments. Oh, what's funny is I showed somebody again at work. I'm making friends at work this week apparently, but uh, I showed somebody the meme, the frog meme. Gentleman is once, ah, once yes. again with the great sadness that I must inform you again that women, and he's like, I've seen that, and I was like, cool. Like I, I like it when like because nobody ever sees any of the stuff we see. When I, when you talk to normies about anything we ever talk about, they're like, what? Like they don't even know. Like when you you bring up a it, meme, they don't they don't know memes. They're still on yeah. Baby Yoda pizza memes and stuff. It is it is very refreshing. It is refreshing when a, when a when a normal fag picks up a meme that we have, you know, put down. Here's to corrupting the normies. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I pulled out the uh, jokes on you. I was only pretending to be retarded meme the other day, <laughs> and oh. my mother-in-law was like, "What the fuck did you just say?" That's funny. This is this is a good one. The other day we were talking about something. He's like, yeah, you know, the government, one of the guys was, and the government's always putting, you know, they put this, this and that, and they put the this and that and the fiberglass and the cigarettes. I'm like, well, you only got to worry about that if you're black. He goes, that came out of your mouth so easily. (laughs) (laughs) That would come out of my printer tech coworker like immediately. No, but like the way he said, the way he's like, he's like, I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know. You just seem comfortable being i guess that's racist <laughs> i was dying i was like but is it though he's like no because only black people smoke newports i was like right and stupid ravers and who gives a fuck about stupid ravers if you're over 23 and you're still raving at in 2023 like and it's not something you've been doing i don't know dude i think if you're still smoking newports at raves then the party's over right but like i said yeah yeah, the only pe- I was like, well, who else smokes Newports? He's like, black people. I was like, okay then. <laughs> He's like, but I, I was like, what? You're not supposed to say that. He's like, no, not really. I was like, why? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> 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 it's so great because like I'm not doing anything bad, right? I'm not like I'm not revealing power levels or anything like that. I'm just saying like you know, black people and cigarette, you know, Newports. <laughs> and he was like, because I it just came like. Like as soon as he said that, I was like, "Well, yeah, only if you're black." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that just came out so easily." I was like, "Yeah, you know." I was like, "I grew up in Hartford, so I get it." <laughs> they understand Hartford's like Hartford's like the ghetto now. I'm doing Hart- well. It used to be. It's not anymore. The, the ghetto's in East Hartford now. Have you noticed that Grognak? They moved uh, like all the ghettos out of the cities and into the suburbs. In New England, um, as the urban spread continues to happen, it seems like reparations are creating a middle class out of the blacks in yep. New England. Yeah, that's like the weird. ghettos are the ghettos. The bad neighborhoods are white neighborhoods now. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's weird. Oof, it's all reversed. Oof. Yeah. When I was <clears throat> as I was driving through Memphica, I found that there were gas stations and liquor stores where they have completely closed in all of the shelves so you have to walk in tell the person what you want and they put it through like this drop down uh shoot like you a pay bank, for it like a bank drive through yeah they have bank drive through situations in all convenience stores <laughs> gas stations liquor stores all of it 
I was curious. I I just went around and was like looking. It's like, huh, interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess uh, it, Ben was just asking. It's not nearly that bad here. Hey, you guys, I mean, Ben was bulletproof glass. Ben was just asking if this was the post show. Uh, we're like twenty minutes into the uh, past. What we normally do. We're getting into a third hour. I got to go to work in the morning, you guys. So I got to take off. We got to take off. <laughs> yeah, so right. It's all good. We said thanks for joining us uh, a while ago. But Eric, again, thanks for stopping by. No um, problem. We will check out Metal Up Your Fash. What is that? Usually Friday nights? Friday or Saturday nights. Uh, Usually whatever D-Live. nights we record. TV slash hookster. Um, if you want to come by and just say hey. Yeah. Uh, we we take requests if, we, uh, if you want to come by and hang out and feel free to feel free to troll us uh we've had a few people send in requests that end up being something absolutely horrible and we just make fun of them the whole time somebody asked eric i've i've brought in some pretty terrible things on the show Uh, a few times um, yeah uh oh shoot i can't even remember yeah there's some bad ones we've got to do okay we 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 gotta i gotta go we gotta go you guys i gotta we gotta shut this down uh we may have an Necronormicon for you tomorrow with the podcast version of this podcast race hang tight it might be there it might not depends depends on computer things with gansfeld and the otterwaffen um or if somebody else can come through uh other than that we will see you this weekend for a great episode i promise uh we're gonna get out of here we'll see y'all later Time travel makes you gay. Gothic structures under a silent heaven. The central theme in this exchange of memories is not one of negativity. This is no doomsday tome, no shouting into the void, but a reminder to us, something cold and stirring, that we do not live in the world that we were told about. We do not live in a world where change is always made through peace, through the shaking of hands, through the pleading with senators. There are moments when things are so dark that you can only assume you are watching some foretold end of the times. There are moments when your leaders, your neighbors, your family will all turn the knife on you for nothing at all. There are very few cures to this outside of violence. Should you leave, they might find you. Should you surrender, well, then you lost. But the dead cannot chase you. Violence is a vaccine. It works, but at the cost of everything. It does not repair the victim. It extinguishes the whole flame and then itself. Just as the honeybee leaves its organs behind with a sting, there is nothing dark about this. Authenticity is owed to us all. We deserve to live without being lied to at every turn. We deserve to hold things that are real, see things that are true, live amongst the beauty of this realm as it was intended. We deserve to own our land, our livestock, our home, and the belongings inside of it. Nothing should be given on ill terms. Everything that we need to subsist can be found again and found always. It is never too late to turn back. When I stand on marble, 
It feels like the floor of a pine forest, the shore of a beach, something equal in reality. The feeling is there in each, that certainty, that calling back to a classical ardor. There is a plasmatic glow in the veins of the world, and it is felt by the honest. I am here now. I am firmly rooted and those who hate me are the enemies of all that is natural. Forever implanted in the soil is this moment, eternal and immune to false portrayal, bound to the world by blood. If I die, if I was struck down here in this second, my torch would still carry. It is both beyond and attached to me, just as the arm that holds a fire lights the path its feet will travel. I look and see that you feel it now, too. Your hands are shaking, and the time of this world is repeating itself backwards. For the past couple years, you have stood perfectly still in a place that reminds you of the many dreams you once had. You don't need food or water, so you assume you are in your head. Then something happens that shakes this belief, and it's back to accepting you're awake. You haven't spoken out loud in so long. You couldn't now if you tried. The time winding backwards creates a melody, much like the belief that celestial objects create observable noise within space. It's more intricate than a hum, less structured than a song, but ideal at keeping you bound in fascination for however long it requires. You are aware that something watches you. It's never imposing, never distracting, but always paternally warm. For the first time in your life, you feel something radically stronger than loved. You are embraced by something that nobody on earth has ever conveyed. Nobody ever will. When you're released, it's impossible to correctly recall the experience through words. You'll wear it like armor for the rest of your life. Those who speak about a similar event have never stood in the field that you did. They have never been frozen by the naturally occurring symphony, by the warmth from the world indescribable. The cables of its phonetic explanation are vapor. It's with you forever, and you wouldn't ask for a second of it more. Just as you meet strides with the previous world again, you feel welcomed by something maternal in its touch. You are a crucial piece of this all. The sea-dark night is a blessing, but one that soon passes. Tonight, when a choir puts the moon to sleep, she will dream of the things she's watched. She is a naked animal, unreachable and pale, sobbing while she reflects the earth's surface. The cadence of the executioner's march is close, a bowed head, a robe of cloth as thick as stacked wool. To him, the whole world is just a cemetery. He stops to fill the void with sound. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. These the only words my father spoke, that day he left me his robe. One half of a century he wore this, 
washed a few times in the river, some by my mother with her hands and lie, some by myself. Never has the blood come out. These are deep and arterial stains, markings of a judgment given. He pauses. They buried me in this robe. They buried me in this robe beside my axe and the hundreds I killed. It's a moment before he speaks again. It is a beautiful world we were handed, especially the old world, though it wasn't long ago. You only just missed it. Do you feel how gentle the air is, how close the sky holds you, the chemical perfection of each moment? It stirs me often. I would never forsake it again. Our blood is the proof of a purpose. The tone of his voice is a hopeful one. He raises his head and unties the strip of cloth from around his eyes. We stand on the balcony of a beach house, overlooking what feels like the full surface of Earth. Not another word is said until the sun comes up. When it does, he walks to an open grave, lays down inside, and wishes me goodbye. In the new light, I see his long black hair and a pale, handsome face. He sinks into the earth again, absorbed by a porous soil, the same that swallowed the structures he once lived beside. In the angle of my eyes, a few stubborn tears. There is no end to be found. There is no end, and the end has no end for itself. You are given closure to moments, to people, to places, but there is no true and final end. Only this. Time feels like forever to me until it doesn't. Another lowering of the black sun, and I am standing at the mirror tracing lines in my face. The lines of age alongside the moments that caused them. It is true. I confess that I have been alive for a thousand years. There is nothing left in this drooling cunt of a world but to be someone of importance. You have to accept that your death starts at birth if you choose to be what the common man has asked of you. All that we have is our seed the women who can make sons of it, and the land on which we raise them. Everything outside of this is a contingency, tilting and laced with fever dreams, choking like a dog in the heat. God asks of men to be men, and nothing more. We are promised nothing, because there is no struggle within the confines of a promise. Our enemies exist to be slaughtered, our families exist to be loved. I will be important when heaven takes me, or I will stare into the eyes of God and kill myself for the deepest seat in hell. In neither end will I be average. The End <laughs> 